When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Throwback Thursday with Goofy Orange. Hi, my name is what? My name is what? My name is what? Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. Thursday. I'll tell you how we became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Bueller. Who are you? I'm Batman. Ned Ryerson. Bang! My heart is on my hand. Why don't people understand? Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and baby slow. Throwback Thursday. With Rich. It's on the reflexes. One, two, three, four. Don't mind if I do. just recently realized in the past five, ten years that it was Kim Cattrall <laughs> from Sex in the City. Big Trouble in Little China Ooh. as I rock my Chigo Fang Karate t-shirt. <laughs> rock it out. I'm a rockin' dude. I am a rockin' dude. I'm a rockin' dude. I'm more rockin' than your brother-in-law. Oh, and he's more rockin'. And he's more rockin'. You know, my sister tells me that when she goes to Morocco, they're so hospitable. They treat her like a queen. She's your queen to be. By the way, that's when you go to any foreign land and you're from America. That's just how it is, kind of. Like, oh, our American relatives are here. And not they roll out the red carpet they for you. Well, not tourists, but family members. Family, yeah. yeah. Not tur- tourists are like stupid Americans. Yeah, no, but no, 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 no. Family. When it's family, family I saw that happen You're with like a you. celebrity to them. I saw that happen to you when we went to Mexico City. Your extended family pretty much offered you their home. Like, live here. Come Remember here. When they came to visit, we had dinner with them. They were great. Wasn't that one of the best nights ever, though? When we were with our ESPN crew and I was with my cousins, we were having dinner in there Mexico are, City. There are magical nights that, for some reason, never get spoke of again. Yeah. And that was one, one of them. That We were in Mexico City. We had an amazing dinner. We hung with some of Cavino's extended Mexican family. Yeah. We had desserts and drinks, and we were just chilling in Mexico City, and we never spoke of it again. Never. It was a great time with some pals we haven't talked to in a long, long time. But we're happy to be talking to you on a Throwback Thursday, Cavino and Rich. And oh, I got a 
cool announcement to make. But before we go too far, Rich, before we go too You've far. You've gone too far. <laughs> we started off our Throwback Thursday with a clip from a 1980s classic, Big Trouble in Little China. 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 I love China. And as a kid, this hit all the sort of feels China. for you as a kid. Like, oh, there's fighting. There's a cool white guy. Jack Russell, Kung Fu dudes, China. characters from like Mortal Kombat. It was a cool sort of fantasy karate kung fu movie. I don't even know how to describe it. Big Trouble in Little China, Jack Burton. But there's a guy. A very cheesy 80s movie. <laughs> you know what? That's probably the best way to describe it. Very cheaty, cheesy. But like, I said, as a kid, like if you're a kid, you're like, yeah, this is great. Oh, the guy explodes. This is, this is cool. I love it. There's a character in that film. His name is Lo Pan. Oh, oh Lo Pan. Lo Pan. And he actually talks like that, so yeah. it's not a. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a good impression. It's, yes. Yeah. But Lo Pan, Lo Pan, Lo Pan. Lo Pan. Lo Pan is a character or a face that I recognize from like all kinds of shitty 80s kung fu movies. And he's been an actor for a long, long time. His name is James Hong. Guess what? Lo Pan. I thought was 85 years old yeah. back in the well, 80s. I mean, part of that, in part of that movie, he's made up to be extremely old. Yeah, but I mean, even when he's not made up to be extremely old, he still looks old. Bro. He's Bro, 93, he's still alive, and he just got his star on the Walk of Fame this weekend. Oh, Lopez, look at this. James Hong. Look at he him. looks better now look than he did then. James him. Hong. Looks the same. Finally, the, the headline is finally gets his star on Hollywood's Walk of so, Fame, according to the LA Times. And the story behind it is that actor Daniel Day Kim. Lo Pan. You know actor Daniel Day Kim? Yeah. From Lost, and uh, I think he was on Hawaii Five-0, right? Yeah. He started a GoFundMe to get him, to get Lo Pan. We mentioned it. James Hong, yeah. a, a star. So finally it came to fruition. 93 years old. Look at this guy. He looks great. Congratulations. To even be posed in that position at 93, that's pretty incredible. But he always he's, looks kind of old. By the way, and he's the oldest person to ever receive a star. That Rich, is incredible. I'm not saying you've never seen Big Trouble in Little China. Not, he, not on my big time radar. No, Pan. I've seen it like once or twice. But I know where you do know him from. Another classic on a throwback Thursday spot. Hate to put you on the spot, but it's your name. Not Balls of Fury, Western Idaho, but yes, he's in that. What movie do I know Lopan from? Ooh. I don't know if Rich even knows this part. I yes, don't know. He does. All right, let's, let's we're gonna see go where you're to going. We're going to go to the 90s now, okay? And we're going to see Mr. Hong at his finest. He's one Hong dude, James Hong. I did not realize that was him, and I forgot this part. He plays Cassandra's dad in the second movie. Wayne's World 2. You know the one where they do Wayne stock? I know all seven animal styles. The crane. The stag. The horse. The tiger. The bat. The rat. The monkey. The beetle. I will take you, old man. He plays the dad. Wayne's World 2. Am I about to admit something crazy? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I've ever seen Wayne, Wayne's World 2. Oh, it's good. Maybe like one time. Because I'm forgetting this totally. 
was never a big Wayne's World Wayne's, guy. Wayne's I know World you guys two. make Wayne's World jokes once in a while, and Mr. Scream was which one? Wayne's World 2, right? Two, That's, yeah. yeah, so I may have seen it in bits and pieces. I can't believe you've never seen Wayne's World 2. We all have a Mike Myers movie that we never vibed with. Yours was So I Married an Ex-Murderer. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I've never watched Wayne World, Wayne's World 2. And Spot never watched the one where he's the this love guru. Where he like <laughs> flexes and his shirt falls off. So that's just oh, funny, man. dude. So anyway, congratulations to James Hong. Throwback Thursday, Big Trouble in Little China. And, you know, speaking of karate and kung fu. Oh, man. Again, Eagle Fang for life. Oh, the yeah, that's trailer. Right. And he's in Revenge of the Nerds, too. Nerds in Paradise. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did a lot of Remember, 80s he stuff. was like the, the, he's the old dude that smoked weed. Yeah, Nerds, the, Nerds the in Paradise. That, that was my spring break, uh, 98. That was uh, rich in high school. Now, the trailer for Karate Kid Cobra Kai, trailer season five just came out. And it looks okay. Is James Hong in it? No, oh. but I'm rocking the shirt today just to keep the theme going. And a quick shout out, Rich. My sister Dawn gave me this shirt and she just celebrated her 10 year anniversary and I forgot to wish them a happy anniversary on that day. That's awkward. So happy 10th anniversary. It was a beautiful wedding. I remember Melody being a pain in the ass that day, but she was only two. See, your perspective's so off. Like looking back, I was like, oh my God, what so a, embarrassed. What a, what a pain in the Could ass. she just behave in front of the whole family? She was two years old. It's like Ben. Yeah. Like, what did I expect? You expect Ben to listen? But I also feel like there was family members given the eye. Like, Ben put you on a headlock this morning. Yeah. <laughs> she was two. But anyway, 10 years have gone by. All the best to her and Clayton and little Ellie, their beautiful family. Shout out to my sister Dawn. And she's having another baby. Yeah. Dawny. Congrats. Oh. Dawny Pawnee. Another Congrats. baby. So. I'm gonna be an uncle Man. again. That's pretty awesome. What am I? A one, two, Man, three, four, five. Cavino family's just I'm cranking be a them six out. Time uncle, bro. You're like, you have more uh niece and nephews than Ric Flair had championship belts. Remember, he was like one time, five times, seven times. Yeah. So congratulations to Dawn. But and thanks for the shirt. But you know what? Carry on. The family grows. Cavino, thanks I have for being part of it. I have like two lists of so many things we could get to today. I'm, I'm I have all my notes everywhere. And I said to you before the show. I don't even know where I want to start because I, I feel like it doesn't matter because you'll start talking or I'll start talking and the conversation will just take its own path. You mentioned two things that got me thinking about and they're, and they're two things that I had not planned on talking about. So that's so typical. Bam. So typical. Well, that's good. We have all this shit to go over, all these little notes and deep thoughts I had and just you talking about Lopan and nah, Pat. he used to do something with his pinkies and he caused some sort of electricity. I'm here to destroy you. And then Mike Myers came up and that gave me another thought. So, right? Shit. You know what? I could get to both of these thoughts. Why not both? As the uh, little tortilla girl says. Why not both? My, my first thought is... Mike Myers, loved him in So I Married an Ex-Murderer, loved him in, of course, Boston That's, Powers. You, you know, know who Paul Myers is? Paul Myers? Mm -hmm. No. 
As a fan. Uh, do you know Jacoby and Myers? <laughs> I, I do know them. As a fan, neither did I. But the other day, Mike Myers said, just want to give credit to my brother, Paul. And Paul plays like his body double. Even in the most oh, recent movie, and he posted a picture. I thought for a second, I said, Mike Myers has a twin brother. No. But you know what's so crazy about it? He refers to his brother, I believe it's Paul Myers, as one of the most talented, like, best funny guys out there. And it's like, couldn't have thrown the guy a bone along the way. Yeah. It's like Chris Farley threw his brother a bone, right? Yeah. I went to his social media. He has like 6,000 followers. I'm like, Mike Myers' brother has like 6,000 followers, really doesn't do much, but he works in that world, Wayne's world. And he plays his body double even in the most recent movie, which stars our pal Maria Menounos. Trying to find the Pentaveret. Yeah, I saw her posted about that. Yeah, he posted it recently. Yeah, it was funny. She told me about that when we were cupcake making. She's like, "Oh yeah, Mike Myers. Mike Myers reached out to her specifically. That's amazing to have her. He's like, I'm a fan of what you do. I need you to be the news reporter in my movie. Yeah, uh, he did. What? Like he specifically reached out to her to have her in the movie. That's a cool feeling that we've he was like, had. Swing, <laughs> swing, swing. Maria Menounos, oh my God, it looks it kind of it looks just like uh, Mike Myers. No, it looks like he based Austin Powers off of his brother. Swear to God, that's his brother. Yeah, yeah. But Mike Myers they, looks like that now. They do side by sides. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah, I just saw it this past week. Groovy. He was like, shout out to my brother, who's a great guy, super talent. He said a lot of people probably don't know, but my brother is my body double. Groovy. Look, uh, I mean, so the whole world brothers. must know them. They're brothers. I mean, but I didn't know about it. So we bring up Mike Myers. I mean, like your brother could play a younger version of you. Oh, yeah. If, they, if, they, if, if there was a movie to. and there was a flashback like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, your brother could play you for sure. I've actually brought that up in a meeting. Shout out to Josh Crook. Just like uh, on, a, you know, my favorite show, NCIS, when they do flashbacks of Gibbs when he's young, they use his son. I mean, Ice Cube and his son. Right. That's O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's good. It's I think my second question. Way, way better example. My, my, second, my second question is, uh, I think, a better, better thought. But is there an actor or an actress? <laughs> you could even extend it to band, musician, where you're so invested, where you haven't missed one of their projects. Like, we could bring up Mike Myers. You fucking love him. But there's movies you missed. You could say, I love Tom Hanks. But you might have said, well, I skipped uh, Road to Perdition or this one or that. Is there an artist? Like, Spot, you probably have heard every Coldplay album, every track. Uh, yes. But there are, like, sometimes there's, like, foreign albums that I'm not obsessed about where there's, like, random cuts on albums. Or live performances. Or like live performances. You're going to miss have, something. Yeah, yeah you, might miss, you might miss a live performance of a song you know already. But I've, but I've heard, I've listened to every major studio release. Yeah, is, it, is there like an art? Is there someone like, I have never missed one. You know, my mom has never missed one Julia Roberts movie ever. She's Love seen every one, even the bad ones. Like, is there someone that, like, there was a point where Sandler, he had me for a while. There was a long time where even if it was a shitty one, like what's the one where gumballs are dropping from the fucking sky? It was a bedtime story. Bedtime. Right? Whatever Sandler did, I was like, I'm Boy watching. Free. And you know when... Did you, did you see Spanglish? I did. You know, there's a point where Sandler lost me. And as yeah, when he started... when he did little Nicky. No, when he started doing 
the Netflix movies. Uh, and one or two of them were a stinker. There was like a Western that I watched the first five minutes of, and I'm like, can't do it. I I'll can't. never forget. And I was like, all right, there's my streak. I'll never forget. This there's is my like, streak well, is the, over. The, this is when uh, I wanted to start. This is like around the time where I really wanted to start choking rich. <laughs> Spot, I believe you were there. Please do. Someone else was there. I'll step aside. <laughs> Go for it. Rich I'll invited me and someone else over his house. I'll turn off the video. <laughs> to watch Jack and Jill. And I remember going to Rich's house and not even like halfway through the movie, Rich and Sarah falling asleep. They fell asleep on the couch. And here I am watching the worst fucking movie I've ever seen before. Does that mean that you weren't over when Sarah made us watch his Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar? Oh, no, I was there for that. That was was the worst. But you can't be at someone's house. I'm at your house where you're entertaining and hosting. And again, I'm just me, and I don't expect them to. It wasn't to, a party. Bro, it, it was, was me had a couple people hanging, and, and someone we fell else. asleep. Who it cares? Was, it was you, Sarah, me, and someone else. Oh. And the hosts of the party, you and Sarah, Ooh. fell asleep in the mid. Dude, right I now? sat. I'm like, I, I, I sat. I remember thinking, Sarah! this movie sucks. <laughs> Either I could leave, or now I got to sit through this terrible movie that they wanted to watch, and they're sleeping. Where did we this live? Where we live? We were living seen. in uh, Jersey at the time. I think. Or is it in L.A.? Oh, man, I thought it was like early days of L.A., but I'm not sure. Maybe it was. It was probably, yes, in New Jersey. I think it was, and like I was in Hoboken, like, and we were all hanging. It. And like I think a few people came back to my house. Sarah and I fell asleep, and Kavino was on my couch watching Jack and Jill, which, by the way, you could, suck. you could thank me because don't mind if I do, you discovered in that movie. The only redeemable And scene. was it not redeeming enough that we With played it Al a thousand times? Don't mind if I do. Anyway, that's more like Dunkachino. That's when I wanted to start choking Rich. And that's also when Adam Sandler's movie started to go downhill. Jack and Jill. Classic Davis. I fall asleep. I was like, yo, you guys chose this shitty movie. Now I'm here (laughs) by myself watching it. Can we make that a shirt? Classic Davis. Classic. That is a classic Davis move. Such a classic Davis move. Dude, I wish I could remember who I was with because we looked at each other like, this is the worst movie ever. They chose it. And now we're here and they're sleeping. Don't mind if I do. Dunkachino. Kavino is probably thinking, what was I with? Is going on. Yeah. yeah so the best, uh, is there an, uh, uh, like, if you ask my parents, I, that's when I would just grab the remote and, and turn it off. And I wonder like, if Sarah even has a recollection of that. I put on porn and I'll, I'll, I'll text her. Jack and Jill was the weakest, but I'm with Rich. And that goes back to early Sandler CDs goes back to remote control with adam sandler colin quinn and there was a point there was a point where i was like i don't need to watch every one and i'm like wow the streak was broken and i'm not gonna lie when i was a kid you can make fun of me all you want i never missed a steven seagal movie i watched them all and then there came a point where i was like all right now they're just like two video movies sarah do you remember Kavino coming over our house watching jack and jill and we fell asleep like we were drunk or high or something who were we with and where was oh, it? Oh, you remember that? Do you actually remember that? Yeah. Wait, no. were you living with us, right? Wait, were you living with us? No, 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 no. Because no. no, okay. no, I think that was in New Jersey. Shit. But you remember. Frame. Let's see. What, what year did it come out? Sarah, come into frame. Come into frame, Sarah. I know. You're in your jammies. We're, tra- we're, tra- we're traveling today. We're going to. T- but Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. No, we watched it at the apartment. In Happy. Jersey, right? Yeah, 2011 came out. So it was probably just out on DVD. That was in New uh-huh. Jersey. If you remember, let us know. Someone came back with me, like Matt or 
someone from SNY or. Didn't you make us all watch that and you fell asleep? Yes. Yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, that, 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 uh, a dunk a dunk a dunk a dunk a cheetah. Yeah, there it is. Classic, right. classic Davis. Cl- classic Davis. Who could have we been rolling with in 2012-ish? Take it easy. Timelines. Well, her guess is Matt, our buddy Matt Cullen. Timelines. Or maybe our buddy Nico. I don't know. He might have been in Arizona already. I just already, remember. But yeah. I just remember. Here's my, like, are they sleeping? They're sleeping. This movie's the worst. What do, what do we do? And we just looked at each other like this. We sat there like this. This is the worst movie ever while you guys were snoring the whole time. But my, if you ask my parents your question, Rich, they would say, Cavino and Rich, seen everything they've done. Yeah. I've watched every show, every SNY show, every ESPN show, but we've never heard Watching The Hobbit. Somehow we missed that. But yeah, we, we've watched every one of their shows. But every family is a fan of a certain guy. And we've discussed that. And most of the time, if you're a fan of that certain guy, like I feel like my family's a Tom Hanks family. But I don't think they've even seen every Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, yeah that means like that... I know my mother was a Kevin Costner had guy. seen up until her death everything that Kevin Costner made with the exception of Yellowstone. Oh, would, maybe she did. I would know. she have watched Yellowstone? Oh, she would have loved it. Definitely, yeah. yeah. She, even, she watched Hatfields and McCoys. She, she would have watched... Uh, Yellowstone without question. Damn. And she loves sexy shows. She was big into the Outlander before she died. You know, Star Jim, Wars Jim Carrey probably have seen like I've seen. But then there's Star, Star Wars, Wars people that are like, well, you know, like the animated spinoff things. I, I skip. Those but are kind of cool, too, though. Yeah, but there are people that it's a question for you to think about. We don't need to discuss it much anymore, but it's a, a thought of is there someone you have earned that, that's earned your lifetime loyalty. I think Jim Carrey, I agree with Kyle in Pennsylvania. He might be the guy that I'm closest to have seen every one of his projects. Did you see that one where it was like a series? Not, and I'm excited to see Sonic 2 because I'm hearing great things. I enjoyed the first one. Yo, Sonic? I have no... I mean, I played Sonic, but I wasn't like pumped about, man, Sonic! Jim Carrey made that an enjoyable... I loved that first Sonic movie. It was great. Really fun and entertaining. And the second one I hear is even better. Jim Carrey makes any average right. movie that much better. All right, can we play so one game? My closest, to answer your question, thanks, Kyle. My closest lifetime of loyalty is probably to Jim Carrey without even knowing. Because I think I've seen almost everything he's done. Almost. Could I give you a uh, back to the In Living Color days? Can we play a game? Want to play a game? Here's my game. I'm going to give you the Jim Carrey IMDb. And I bet you we could all pinpoint when we, I'm when, sure we when our there. lifetime loyalty ended. Ended. That's easy. All right. This is this is good because I feel like it might be the same point. It could be an age thing. It could be a I was loyal and then you went and did this. Because I don't think there's an actor or an actress or anyone that I have been one hundred percent when in do, on. When do you? Count your pickup of Jim Carrey. Oh, you count your pickup right here, Spot. You you pick it up at Ace Ventura. Okay, Ace Ventura. I mean, I was a big fan of Peggy Sue Got Married in Living Color and Earth Girls Are Easy. All right, well, that's a rarity, Spot. I'm saying most people Ace Ventura is where you start. All right, it's a '94. The Mask. Yep. Dumb and Dumber. Yep. Batman Forever as the Riddler. Yep. Ace Ventura Two. Yep. Yep. The Cable Guy. Yep. Yep. Hello, Stephen. The Claw. Liar, liar. Truman Show. Yep. Wow. These are in order? Yeah. It's like everything you do is slam dunk, man. 
Wow. I Jim don't, Carrey, I don't know. If he, I never saw Simon Birch. I don't know what that is. It seems like he uh, might've been just a little cameo. He was the narrator. So oh, okay. it was like, everybody's got a stinkeroo. Man on the moon. Watched it. Andy yeah, Kaufman. You know, I never saw it. I have actually. Me, myself and Irene. Watched it. Never mm-hmm. saw it. Grinch. You never saw me, myself and Irene? No, I've only seen parts of it. Oh, so you jumped off way before we did. I'm yeah. still on board. I'm, I'm still, still on the show. I'm still a Jim Carrey loyalist. Guy. I wasn't a big Carrey guy. Like I've right, seen the main it's, ones. It's getting wow, close. Really? It's getting close, but he's one of the most charming guys of our yeah. lifetime. It's I've getting... seen the majestic though. All right, here's the deal. How the Grinch stole Christmas. Loved saw it. it. He lost me at the majestic. I saw the majestic, but, but then going... again, he picked me a Bruce. Alt, then he Bruce got me Almighty, a Bruce Almighty. By the way, the majestic is a good movie. Yeah. Majestic's a fantastic movie. But here's the deal. By the way, he lost you there? Yeah. It's a good one. That's that's a a crowning achievement of a funny actor going serious. Yeah, but it's a really good movie. Can I tell you that you're going to be disappointed in me because... So he lost me at the Majestic. Which is understandable because it wasn't like comedy. Yeah. I've but it's a really he, good movie. He got me back at Bruce Almighty. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, oh, then, yeah. but then he lost me again with Eternal Sunshine. Oh, I that. didn't watch oh, that. I see that was a too. good one. That was a good like Damn, indie. I'm still going. You're still going? <laughs> Arts All right. movie. A series of unfortunate events. I never saw that. Never. No. All right, now oh. he lost me. What is that? That's like he's a narrator. He, remember he's going, like, he, looks like, oh, he looks like almost like a like an Ebenezer Scrooge guy and he like tells stories or something, right? <sighs> Keep going. Oh, he got me back with Dick and Jane. I saw fun with Dick I and saw Jane. 23. I saw, I saw Horton, here's a Hugh. I, yes, man. I, Hugh. Yes, man was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I love you, Philip Morris. I did not no, watch. I didn't see All that right. either. He, he got me. me at a Christmas Carol. That uh, was good. Yeah, so I, I never saw Mr. Popper's Penguins. See, yeah, then it, then yeah, Mr. Poppers Bert, and Burt Wonderstone. Yep, Burt Wonderstone. I thought that shit was stupid Yo, funny. Kick ass too. He was great. Yeah, Anchorman too. Yep, uh, he had a cameo. Dumb yeah. and Dumber too. Dumb and Dumber too was yo. Was his a good his resume, his IMDb is stellar. But then there's like I didn't even know this movie came out. Dark Crimes and it's like a serious Jim Carrey like the, a crime one. And then the Sonic the Hedgehogs, okay, which are fantastic. Don't sleep on those. I'm I was reluctant to watch those. Yo. So good. And not only that, like I watched it with Jordan with no expectations. Oh, it was really good. I bet you Melody would like it. I watched it with Melody. She loved it. So that's a fun movie for the whole family. Yeah. So I want to see play one more game. Want to see when we jumped off of Sandler? Yeah, I think it's around. And we'll call it a, we'll call it a day because I feel I like, wish I would have jumped off at Jack and Jill. Would you agree? That in the comedic world of guys that are 30, 40 something years old, Carrie and Sandler are the ones that y- you probably connected to the most. Remember where this conversation started, though. Yeah, no golf. Mike Myers. Another well, it fellow, started with Mike Myers because, an, because another Canadian who I honestly like I feel like he doesn't get enough credit because Lopan got a star on the Walk of Fame mm-hmm. and he was also in Wayne's World, too. And, and it, took us to, see it. Yeah, it took us to Mike Myers and loyalty, which took us to what actor, actress or band or movie series, have you just, your loyalty is 100%. And I just don't know if there's 100% loyalty. All right, let's go to Adam Sandler, and we're going to start so, with Billy Madison. All right, we'll start at Billy Madison. Billy Madison, yep. What about Airheads? A lot um, of people saw that. That, were, that was uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. The start of the Baldwin the, dude. The start of the Sandler era. The start of the Sandman. Did really come with Billy Madison. Yeah. Okay. But you can put heads in if you want. So we're looking for the ones with the green. The first green check mark is the ones he starred in. All right, Billy Madison, of course. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. I thought Bulletproof was decent. Him and Damon Wayans, I liked it. 
think I've seen that. That's a great movie. There, he's like, uh, he's like serious, but it's funny. The movie about Spot's legs. Yeah, bulletproof, bulletproof legs. legs yeah. You've never seen that. Damon Wayans and Sandler and Bulletproof? I don't think so. I don't think I've seen that either. Really? He's an undercover. Like there is an undercover cop, and oh, that's good. Possible, but I don't. I don't. All think right, so. it's it's pretty funny. Wedding, Wedding singer. singer. Yes. Yeah. He was in Dirty Work, but you saw that. But he played a little part. Waterboy, yeah. Waterboy, Big Daddy, yes, Deuce yes. Bigelow. He had a cameo, yes. of course. Little he Nicky. A, he had a, a stellar, stellar. Uh, yeah. What am I trying to say? He had a streak. Yeah, he had a, yeah. a streak. Like little Nicky. Um, little Nicky. The yes, animal. The animal as with a cameo from Robbie Schneider, oh, so of course. Yeah. Punch Drunk Love was his. Uh, Punch Drunk Love. Yes, of course. Mister Deeds. Eight Crazy Nights. Hot chick. He had a cameo. Remember, he played the drums or something, right? Yeah. Anger, Anger management. management. Yep. Yeah. 51st dates. 51st dates. Then Spanglish. Spanglish. Longest yard. Longest yard was okay. It was fun. Click. Rain over me. I thought it was fantastic with. Um, was it Don Cheadle or? Uh, yeah, that's this was a serious one. Or was, was it Tim Meadows? Movie. No, it was Don Cheadle. It was Don Cheadle. It was the serious. That was one, really though. good. He should have went with Tim Meadows. I imagine they were pals. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yep, Zohan funny. saw that. Zohan Bedtime funny. stories, yep. Funny people with Seth Rogen saw that. Grown-ups, just go with it. I thought it was great with uh, Aniston. Yeah, that was really good. Zookeeper, he was one of the voices. Jack and Jill, this might be where it lost you. <laughs> I mean, it lost you. And then that's my boy. That's my boy. With Hold on. For the record. With uh, Sandberg. I, I watched the I've shitty seen, movie. I've, I've you seen, fell asleep. I, I've seen it, though. I think that movie here, and this is, I remember having this conversation on Cavino and Rich. I think after watching that movie, it was for like four-year-olds. I thought Blended was funny. Blended was great spot. We're not up to that though yet. I mean, I Let's just see. jumped to Grown Ups too. Ho Hotel uh, Transylvania is fantastic. It was, it was really good, yeah. Um, Grown Ups 2, we just, yeah, you saw that. Blended, so good. Here's where I'm lost, spot. Top five. I don't even know what that is. That was that, uh, that Chris Rock movie. Remember they filmed oh, part I did of it see at Series XM? I did see that, actually. Uh, Pixels. Pixels I thought was fun. I did see The Cobbler. I saw the stupid movie The Cobbler. So maybe yes. I'm more another, loyal to this another guy. Another stellar resume, though. Pixels. In, in fact, Pixels just, was a great movie. It was a good movie. You know what? Holy shit. Uh, Josh Gad. You know what? I really Josh actually, Gad. I got. I watched it enough where I thought it was decent. The do-over with him and David Spade where he's like, uh, oh, I never saw that. Did you see Sandy Wexler? That's where he that, lost me. I, I check out. I check Sandy out at Wexler. Wexler. I thought was funny. Never watched Just it. Just because the the winks in it. Damn I don't it. know if I remember that. Sandy Wexler. We never that? saw the Meyerowitz stories. Uh, see now, this is where yeah, this is where yeah. you're like, all right. Murder mystery was fun. Yeah, me too. I like that with uh, that was a good they one. just filmed the second one. Uncut um, Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. Uncut Jams. You still haven't seen Uncut Jams. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane today. It's a it's, it's a heart-wrenching, heart-racing It's not a plane movie? It's not a, I'm okay. sitting on a plane. It's like, you need to be in like a dark room. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Most recently, I know you love Hubie Halloween. That was fun. I like it. Uh, you know, Murder Mystery 2 is coming out with him and Aniston. So. I just said that. Okay. And yeah, just filmed it. Hey, not to shamelessly promote myself, but if I don't, who does? I play a little Adam Sandler trivia on Lithium today, right after our show on cool. SXM 34. If you want to play along the 90s Alton grunge anyway so there you go some great resumes that's true fandom though rich like hardcore fans don't miss a thing we just don't i don't know if i'm a hardcore we don't have fan. that in us we're not those type of people you know we're just not we're fans but we're not fanatical my buddy matt's like that with tom cruise see yeah i bet you yeah he's seen everything oh every, every mission impossible yeah. every action movie every, yeah some people are just have more of a fanatical bone in their body 
I'm not that kind of guy. I'm like, yeah, I like that. Or I'm really passionate about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm not a maniac about stuff. And there's so many people that are. Yeah. And they're at wrestling events. They're at UFC fights. They're at Star Wars movie premieres. Every you know, time every time I think... Here's the best way to miss this I have, the, I have the best way to prove it. The best way to prove it. They're at conventions. The best way to prove it, for sure, is... They have foam fingers. Think of, think of the things they that paint their face. you love. Mm-hmm. And... Titties. Gratuitities. Gratuitities. All right, perfect spot. You thought titties was a, like a sort like a tip, like a just a low hanging reference. Jealous. I'll use titties as an example. You think you love titties? There's guys that no, I that, haven't seen them all, but I want to. There's guys that that spend their paycheck at the and strip club. They go to porn the, conventions. There's titties. guys that take titties to a level that you don't even know. The same way, like I could say I love the Mets, but you know what? I don't have a fucking Mets tattoo, and I don't have season a, you're tickets. You're not a fanatical, and, yeah crazy person i it's a different type of person I, I i love a lot of things but i i love when i was a kid i loved old school wrestling i went to that convention last week and i realized i don't love old school wrestling i had a great time growing up and it was a, a nice little special part of my life when i was a kid there are people that are next level carny like that's how rich that. and i felt working at espn we're like we're big fans these people are like next level yeah. like, nerds uh, about it. I love sports. Right. But I guess I don't love sports. <laughs> if this, wait, is, what, if this is what love sports means. Yeah. Thank if, God. If me turning no, on true. If, if me turning if on these uh, people love sports more than you two, Jesus Christ. If me turning on the life. NBA if me turning on the NBA playoffs in the second half, because I see it's a close game, and have it on the background while I'm having dinner with my kids, if I, I think that makes me a fan. No, no. There's people that watch every second. If if I feel like I'm sort of like that with the the closest thing is the NFL, but then I'm like, no, like, there's people that do fantasy football and know right. the linebacker of, of every single team's name. They know the backup center and they're, and on the, on with the a beer helmet yeah. on with face paint. I'm you know fanatical where you're just normal. Spot when you went to Harry uh, when you went to Harry Potter land. That um, yeah, I'm some somewhat fanatical about the Harry Potter universe because I I want to see every movie. I went to see all the Fantastic Beast films because I enjoy the story and I enjoy magic. I went to Harry Potter land, but I'm not like I live within the realms of normalcy. Yeah. I'm not like it's, it's a it's a different doing crazy weird of person. Shit. I'm not going to cosplay events. I, you not, know what? Someone certain things garner those type of fans too. Like I'm not like the Howard Stern show. My friends. Even the Jason Ellis show. Yeah. Was attractive to those type of people. Yeah. Our show right. attracts Normal a different people. We attract mm-hmm. quote unquote normal type of person who's like, yeah, I, yeah, I like those guys. Those guys are cool, but they're not like maniacs about us. You know, it, it's just a different, yeah, but it, it, it's a different type of person. Simple. It really is. It's like you're either a fan or you're fanatical. And I know that doesn't make sense, but you know it does. No, for sure. Uh, I want to say what's up to uh, some people chiming in. Uh, Jeff Hansen, what's up, Jeff? Um, what's the closest see. thing you're fanatical to? Football, you said? I would say football. Sunday would be football. Feeling? Like, I guess. For me, man, I don't even know. I would say Sunday football, and I would also you say bo- like boxing or UFC. You talk about every fucking boxing. fight that's out. For you, for you, it's boxing. Every because, fight, you're like, no, it's the fight of the but year. Again, I'm fight still of the a fan fight compared of the year. to fight of the, year. the actual fanatical nerd about it. Like you know, I'm not Dan Rayfield. You know, I'm not. No, but Max you're, Kellerman. You're fanatical more so than the average person who enjoys a good fight. Uh, yeah, the closest. Uh, maybe see, it is uh, the closest thing. I'm Chris Terrio says about. for him, it's Morrissey. That's an interesting one. Morrissey's very huge in the. Um, Latino community. 
Biggie DeLine saying Sonic 2 is really great. I hope uh, I hope it comes back for a third one. So yeah, the Sonic movies, Jim Carrey's well, apparently Jim delivering. Jim Carrey's petitioning to portray his character the way it was in the video game as, as I forget his name, but the, as a fat guy. He's like, he should have been a fat guy. I want to, I want him to be a fat guy. So yeah. Well, I, as far I, as, I hope so. As far as, uh, like Rashawn said, Rich, what about the Mets? They were in the World Series, and you went to all the World Series games. I just looked at that as, at the time, and, you know, I, I had the means to He's do just it. just a fan. But I'm a fan, but I go there and, Some you know. Some people are crazy about shit. Yeah. Some people are fanatical. I feel like, I feel like when it comes to fandom, I, I'm, I enjoy a lot of things, but I'm not so absurd about some of these things like others are it's just something in your dna or not it really is everyone has passions yeah. everyone has passions but some people do and you got to be thankful for people like that because they fill the seats yeah those are the ones there supporting you know and like oh cool we just don't attract that type of person um, because you know, i like to think maybe because we're kind of level-headed Quote yeah, unquote, I, think, I feel as, like you are uh, normal as it gets. You know, I got an email the other day. You attract like minded people. Yeah. And I think a lot of times like just one, one of one of our faults is that we're too normal. Where oh, yeah, a, a, all of it's you, true. all you guys and all you ladies that listen to us are like, for the most part, like really well balanced, normal people. Other shows where the host is like a maniac. Yeah, they have like the maniac followers. What are you saying, Spot? I said, who are you talking to? I'm kidding. Joking. No, it's true. It's how we're perceived, joking. whether or not. I mean, we open up a lot, so you know where we aren't all that "quote unquote" normal all the time, right? I got an email back from one of my colleagues the other day, and he complimented me. But it proves exactly what we're talking about. I'm kind of aggressive, or I'm trying to be more aggressive when it comes to. I want that job. Everybody around here, everyone here, know I want that job. Just so you know, that I'm doing my due diligence by letting you know I want that job. You're very aggressive. I try not to be too aggressive, you're but right, I want to make sure right, everybody you're, knows. You're a rocking dude. I got an email that says something along the lines of, we know you want the job. We're going to let you know if and when it opens up. I respect your work ethic and your reliability. You're also a really... Rockin' dude. Nice, oh. regular dude. And I really, in bold, and I really appreciate that. So whether or not you think we're a little off and, oh, man, Kavino has a chip on his shoulder and Rich is an eccentric weirdo, and you know, because we point out each other's flaws all the time here on the show, we do come across as, like, normal guys, which is good in life and attracts a great audience, but could work against us in a lot of ways. Like I said, we, we don't have... Enough weirdos. I would argue in... Every, we need more weirdos. In everyday society, you might be um, a little bit... I don't want to say the word eccentric because that's not the word at all. But a little bit something... Like you toe the line in like... We're what, the most normal people yeah, in, in, this, in, this, like, in, this, in this space. Compared to the everyday person, yes. Yeah, but I'm saying in this... That's why I was going, where we was going with my second half. In this world, you two are the most normal people ever. Because yeah. there are a lot of oddballs yes in in even just a, a serious exam oddballs and that's oddballs. what takes that, that person in their career almost a little further like and i'm where not Rich talking and about I are like yeah i mean i'm not gonna have anyone kick me in the nuts and i'm not talking about someone's entertainment the people with head tattoos i'm talking about like people you think are normal are oddballs yeah right? dude I, I mean <laughs> no rich we've all experienced it's, uh, it's 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 the curse of being a normal guy doing something in an unnormal world um rich and i have a reputation of being nice 
regular nice dudes. easy to work with regular guys which could work against us honestly he, you're right take a look at the landscape of a place like sxm right when let, let's take it back to the primo days of satellite jason ellis nice guy to us what an a fucking crazy guy. He wasn't really a nice guy to me, to be honest. Rude, rude Jude. He's my dude. I love him. Rude Jude. Wizard John. These guys are fucking weird fellas. Jeff Lewis. He's weird in his own way. These people are eccentric. They're, we're too normal. For our own good. For our own good. So much so that that's how this dude who really doesn't even know me that well thinks of me, but yet appreciates it. You know why? Because I'm not giving him hassles. Because I'm not showing up to work because I'm having like a because bad the, mental because day. Because Mercury's in retrograde. No, but like, that's what you got to deal with in this industry. Oh, uh, yeah, he's not showing up today. Why not? Uh, he's having he's having a bad day. That's not how I operate. And then there's, and then there's you where I have when, bad days, but I'm I'm showing up to work. And then there's you where the person who doesn't show up because you know the wind's blowing east instead of west, <laughs> right? Throws and them off. You fill fill in for that that person because yeah. you're reliable. At least they appreciate that and they recognize that, but it attracts a different type of fan or friend or listener. We've also made it very clear that we don't want fans. You know, we want friends and listeners and supporters of our show. I mean, this room could use a fan. This, yeah, absolutely. Little stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> like a fence. One of those Dyson fans. One of Dyson. I got the signature theory Dyson, Tyson, Dyson. No blades. No blades. So we need more. We need blade, more interesting. We need more interesting marking Colorado types is what it comes down to. I used to have a tornado, but now I have a Dyson. A Dyson Dyson. It's bladeless. Bladeless. We need a fan. We yeah. need more fans. Ceiling fans. Dysons. Dyson. Tornadoes. GEs. But anyway, GE. it's rare I think they, I had a GE fan. Are they known the for their fans? Yeah. GE, they, great fans. I'm pretty sure I had one. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's fin fans and fanatical people. Yes. And there is a difference, even though the dictionary might mm -hmm. say otherwise. Yeah. Um, now, there's something else you said that. And who are you most fanatical about? That's what Rich was posing. Me? It's yeah. interesting. Uh, whether it's Paul, Harry. Paul Myers. But Paul Myers, he's a great guy. I mean, Mike yo, Myers pull up Mike brother. Myers' Instagram. It was a side-by-side. -side and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, but they're brothers. Even for the things we love. As someone said before, that guy loves to rap about uh, his money not jiggling. I, I honestly feel like Mike Myers based Austin Powers more off of his brother's look. His brother-in-law Michaels. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to no. take some of my brother's tendencies and Lorne Michaels and combine them. It's, it's not impossible. Chris Farley's, most of his success... When he played, uh, what's his name? Down by the river. Uh, Tom, uh, uh, Matt Foley. Matt Foley is just uh, a, a, an impression of his dad. And by the way, that character written by Bob Odenkirk. Yep. Fucking Bob Odenkirk. Better call Saul. I, I put my money where my see. mouth is. That's Mike Myers and his brother. Look at the next one. Next Are they wearing prosthetics? <laughs> uh, you think? But watch the next one. Yeah, they're brothers. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk is such a talent, man. I actually hit him up on Instagram yesterday. I realized I wasn't following him on my personal page. I'm like, I'm such a fan of this guy. He is so good. He gets my follow. Fan, not fanatical. I'm not a maniac about him. But, but he's amazing, man. And better that, call Saul that really role is. role of, of Jimmy McGill turned Saul yeah. Goodman is oh. 
really good. If you're not watching, we're showing pictures of Mike Myers and his brother, Paul Myers. So fun conversation. What was the next thought you said you got from oh. our brief, brief? How do you do about big trouble in little China? Oh. It all, yeah, it all started. Lopin. Again, uh, none, none of the prepared notes ever go as planned because the, the conversation finds its own way. You said Lopin. Yep. James Hong. 93 years old, finally got a star on the Walk of Fame, and we pay tribute to him with our opening Throwback Thursday clip. He was in Wayne's World 2. People were calling out other movies he's been in. Nah. And Spot brought up the point that uh, while you may have thought he was an old guy back then, they dressed him up to look old. So he appeared older than... Yeah, kind of like the woman from Golden Girls. Yeah. Uh, like Estelle Getty. Estelle Getty. Was the, the whole thing was she was always younger than the other women. Meanwhile, she was well, like considered you, like the oldest. When you picture Lopan, like this is this is how I, I picture Lopan. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's made up to be like he's 190 years old. They dress him like like an old, old. When it, I mean, when an Asian guy has long a long beard, that means oh. he's at least 100. Right. But he still knows Kung Fu. Yeah. Which is awesome. They do such a good job on This Is Us. Mandy Moore in the future, Sarah and I both looked at each other and we we're like, they do such a good job that you forget. So let's just say, This Is Us, if you watch a show, two episodes left. It's gone, Kavino, from happy tears to like, yo, this show is just miserable now. Like, I could even acknowledge, like, it's so good, but it's no longer happy tears. Now yeah. it's like, oh, gotta, misery tears. Gotta see it through. Dude. Such a fucking good show. Here. But on This Is Us, Kavino, yeah. there's so much time hopping, right? Like Milo Ventimiglia, who is married to Mandy Moore in the show in the 80s before he dies. Milo and Mandy Moore, because Mandy Moore plays... Mandy Moore. How old is Mandy Moore? Spot 38, 37? Just look up her age because it's part of what I'm trying to say. Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore is... 38 years old. 38. That's nicely done. Mandy Moore. Just oh, never mind. Mandy Moore is 38 years old, but she looks young, right? So when they do all the flashbacks to the 80s, when she's with Jack, Milo Ventimiglia, and he's all like 80s handsome, Milo Ventimiglia style. Slap me 80. Big fat lady. Ah! <laughs> Throwback Thursday. So you see Mandy Moore in all these 80s scenes with her little kids when, when you know, Kevin, Randall, and Kate are, are, you know, growing up. And Mandy Moore looks like the hot 80s mom. Sarah and I made the, like, both came to the revelation that This Is Us primarily takes place in current day and in the slight future. But in the current day and slight future, they got Mandy Moore like 60, 70 years old. So she primarily plays an old lady on this show, Mandy but the Moore. makeup and her mannerisms and everything, we both sort of forgot. Like the middle Mandy Moore is 90% of the show. Wow, really? So 90% and, and the future is when she's dying of dementia, which is the uh, of Alzheimer's, which is the worst oh, fucking plot line of all time. Great. I mean, that's reality. But, but middle Mandy Moore, Kavita, yeah. in this picture for tier two is 90% of the show. So we're like, yo, bam, did you forget? She's like, I forgot too. We forget that Mandy Moore is young. Spot, just... There's, Mandy a, Moore. There's, a, there's like an emotional clip of her. By the way, I don't want to. I remember interviewing Mandy Moore. She's gorgeous, and she was delightful. Adorable. Like she's just like an adorable person, like to speak to. You know what? I'll put. When's the? And I remember uh, thinking that. Like you're, it on our, you're adorable. I remember. <laughs> I remember from that interview one thing. 
She had a cast on. She had a cast on. I remember that. But I remember you referring to her. You're like, so Mandy Moore. And she was like, why do you keep referring to me as my full name? You're like, she's like, hey, Mandy Moore. She, hey. she did an impression of you and it made me laugh. That's funny. You know what, Spot? That's a great tier one and tier two. I don't plus. even remember that, but it I makes do. sense. That you, you know what? It. A great tier one and tier like, two. Why are you talking like that? Hey, Yo, Mandy Moore. I can't believe my approach with celebrities back then, honestly. I remember that. Oh and, and, you know, if people are on the tier one or plus or the tier one or two plus where they get the, the archives. Yeah, here's, here's spot release wearing a cast. Oh, that's right. She had a boot and look at my boot cut. What, who has more of a boot? My, 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 look at your jeans too. <laughs> Talk about here's it. A week. This is oh no, no, this is, this isn't too. Rich should have been wearing was, those casts. This is to be later than that. Cause I was there. This is uh, it's a picture of 09 based on the red or no. Oh, eight. Rich just wore that shirt the other day, by the way, on a throwback Thursday, but that's this a is, picture with us and Mandy Moore. I'm wearing an express special with some shell toes, but our boot cut jeans are out of oh control. I mean, those are, I could fit like multiple boots. Oh my God. You could have worn moon boots. Napoleon dynamite. I think, moon I boots. think your jeans are actually wider than the bottom of her skirt. Look at that. But you do realize that those were in style. That's not, you know, Andy Moore. Talk about a whack. So attack. this is us, which by the way, I would say probably my favorite drama on television in the last decade, at least my dad and I were saying, my dad and I were saying the other too day, much though, my, my dad, the other day is like, I can't tell you rich by the, the way. last time a show was like, just the writing. I'll like, never deny so the quality good. of the show. It's just like, it just feels too much. I don't want to. It's NBC. I don't want to. Uh, okay. But there's They're a very, scene. NBC's very, there's aggressive. a scene of Mandy Moore mm -hmm. where she's fighting through like Alzheimer's ah, and she plays a song at a wedding oh, God. and yo, She's up there playing on the piano and you're like, oh, look at the old lady playing piano. And you're like, no, no, that's like 30 year old Mandy Moore, who's a musician before she was an actor. And it, you, they do such a good job of making Mandy Moore. And the same thing with Miguel. There's a guy in the show. So look up Miguel on This Is Us. The guy that plays Miguel is really a young guy. Is a guy that's like our age or younger, but they, again, most of the scenes are him as an older guy. So when you see them doing these videos on like TikTok with the cast and he's like, oh, there's young Miguel. What are you looking for, babe? Oh, you're in here looking around. I'm like, is the dog or the kid missing? Oh, okay. Damn, son. Okay. Sorry. Damn, son. No, the dog and the kids and dogs <laughs> will run away in a moment. I don't mind rich being concerned like what you, that what would be my first thought what too. are you doing in here sarah came in but she looked around sarah came in like so looking around, a I'm parent like, i would be like what is everything okay so the, the this is miguel for tier two people watching the, man they really the miguel on they the, really de-aged him the the miguel on the right the old guy is the one that you know you're like oh that's miguel and sarah and i had to remind ourselves again like no he's like a young handsome hispanic guy middle miguel is the real life now, I Miguel? I picture one of your uncles looking like the, like the guy in the middle. I think I have a cousin Pablo that looks like yeah, that. Yeah, I picture someone in your family tree. I'm not like even kidding you. I have a cousin Pablo that looked like <laughs> that back in the 80s. See, look, Amanda said, I thought Miguel was old until the episode where they showed him younger. <laughs> By the way, I hate to freak you guys out, but Spot, pull up the picture uh, that I just uh, shared with you. I want you to know that through technology and everything, do you have it, Spot? I do. Yeah. Everything you see here is just, it's all bullshit. Yeah, this is, we, we, we have a filter that makes us younger. Like, yeah. the, like, the, like the cry filter on Snapchat. Really? It's, there's a recent picture of Jordan and I. And really, you know, really, that's what I look like now. But we pretend to be younger on this show, which is kind of cool.
through filters and technology and <laughs> no jordan's gonna be in a hot, a hot older broad <laughs> and what's it called so when funny you, that, that filter that filter doesn't age her titties <laughs> It's like it ages the face, but it's like you have the but you have the body of a you have the body of a spry younger woman. I have to zoom in on that. She reminds me of like some actress. You know, I'm I'm thinking that's kind of accurate, and I see Jordan as an older woman, and I say, okay, I I I could get with that. Like me aged with that filter, I look just like my dad. Oh, that picture of the three of us is great. Yeah, but what's it called? Deep fakes. Deep fakes. I can't think of it. Uh, We're just one big deep fake right now. But you're right, Rich. You kind of forget. They do such a great job with some of this what aging they really technology. Look like. But, you know, that really does apply to any movie. Because oh, yeah. when you see, I mean, I'm wearing a Cobra Kai t-shirt today, right? When you see the character Hawk, again, they're pretending to be other people. So we're not breaking the glass here. You know, that's Hollywood. And when you see him in real life, you're like, oh, he's a fun-loving kind of nerdy guy with a, oh, yeah. you know, a regular haircut. Actually, actually, you look at me like... He's not a nerd or a badass with a mohawk. He's sort of just like right. a cool regular kid. And you like, know, you're so used to seeing the character that you're you're really shocked when you see what the actual person looks like. Will uh, like. Will you ever look like that, or will you dye your hair until you die? No, there's. I'm I'm excited for the point where I'm just like, let's go, let's do it. It's just not now. Well, interesting. I think an interesting tribute to Lopan. Look at that. Brought us all the way to Mike Myers and Jim Carrey and This Is Us and everything going on. I will say one thing I watched last night as sort of a let me cheer up a little bit after watching so many sad shows. Yeah, dude, that's tough. I don't know how you do that. I'll be honest. I told you it went from happy tear show. The last couple episodes, because they're really winding down, have been like, I don't know if uh, there's many happy tears. I think this is more just like tears. Sad show. This happiest is tier, tier two plus. Yeah, that's the happiest tier. That's on our Patreon if you want to hear some old interviews with Mandy Moore and the Foo Fighters. Mandy Moore. Nick Cage and some old content. Oh, that's awesome. Some classic Cavino and Rich content. Tier two plus available now, guys. Upgrade and tell your friends about it. We appreciate it. Thanks for being here. I agree with Amanda, the one aging on the show where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I believe it when they make Justin Hartley slightly older. Like they flash forward like 10 years. So Hartley is around our age. So they make Hartley go from like 40 to 50. And I agree with Amanda who chimed in. I don't buy it. It's the only, it's like NBC does like a 99.9% awesome job with aging these characters. But for some reason, future Kevin doesn't look right to me either. All right. Um, Happy Tears should be a new Rich Davis t-shirt, possibly. Happy Tears. Happy Tears. Happy Tears. Happy Tears. Happy. Happy Tears. Happy Tears. I just watched Better Call Saul last night because the Yankees won early game against Doug Ferrier, Vic, and Jess's Toronto Blue Jays. So last night, just still trying to catch up to current day season six Better Call Saul and yeah. I'm a big fan of, of Bob Odenkirk. Well, and what happy, a great show. Uh, happy birthday today to one of the cast members of Better Call Saul. Her name is Rhea Seahorn. Rhea Seahorn is Kim Wexler, and she is 50 today. She looks good. Now, knowing now that she's 50, I'm, I'm way more impressed. I'm like, wow. I thought she was just around my age. I mean, that's kind of around my age. 
No, I, th- I thought I thought she's fifty. I'm like, oh, she looks great for fifty. I, no, I, th- I thought Kim Wexler might be like forty-ish, but looked like no, older. but but yeah. See, because you're so jaded of what women really look like, because hey. we, you know, like, hey, what does a real woman look like at forty? Yeah, not a celebrity. No, people don't look like J Lo and Shakira at forty or fifty. People don't look like. Uh, you seen Nicole Scherzinger? Every time I see a picture of her, I'm like, yo, that is not normal. God, but Nicole Scherzinger. Spot Google Nicole Scherzinger shows off like her forty three year old beach bod. It's I like love she def- to. she defies like reality. I mean forty three. Swing, swing, swing. Spot, but she's a year older than me, and she looks like she she has the body people, of a twenty six year old. Some people, it's just uh, genetics. Looks ageless in hot pink bikini. Don't mind. And I, I agree with Preston. They make Randall look a little too old because we know black don't crack on that show. But they make Sterling K Brown. Look a little too old. It's like, yo, he's, you know that he'll look the same until he's 80. Don't mind if I do. Nicole Scherzinger just. I need, I need to see this bigger. She just looks fantastic. 43 <sighs> years old. Swing, 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 swing. But Kim Wexler. Nice cheeks. I thought Kim Wexler was like. A, a, like an attractive 40 years old looking woman. I didn't realize she was 50 and looked great for her age. I just right. thought she was like a good looking 40 year old woman. Guys she plays 40 year olds. No, but that's she plays saying. Saul Goodman's girlfriend on Better Call Saul. What so. do you think happens to her? I don't know. Something does though, but there's no spoil. There's no spoiler there. We know she's not in Breaking Bad, which means what will happen to her. By the way, since you brought it up, since you brought it up, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Will do. This is from our buddy Yobi. Yobi! A big birthday shout out to Chula Bean. It's Chula Bean. Nayeli. Happy birthday. And a shout out to Yobi. Well, if you're giving a birthday shout, I'll throw one in now and then we'll get back to the conversation. Chad hit us up. Chad. Chad is turning the big 5 0 tomorrow and he hey, wanted to make sure he got Chad. a little love. So, what's up, Chad? Chad, who Chad. listens? Hanging Wait a Chad. Second. I had Chad's shout out too. I screenshot it. Yeah, he said he's been listening forever. He's the man. Thank you, Chad. But yeah, the Chad. big five zero. Chad, Chad Hirschberger from Central Pennsylvania. What a Hirschberger! <laughs> Fucking Hirschberger. Thank you, Chad. Hirschberger. Happy birthday. I'm a Hirschberger. What a Hirschberger. pepper jack and bacon. By the way, uh, did you say his birthday's tomorrow? Yeah. Okay. So have a good one tomorrow. We're not going to be here. Rich is heading to Texas, so happy birthday, Chad. Chad. And Chad. Feliz cumpleaños, Julabin. Chad. By the way, Chad said he's been listening since, like, the early days. So we appreciate you, man. Jamie Kennedy. Not Jamie Kennedy. Jamie up in Boston. Jamie Kelly? Jamie Kelly. Not Jamie Kennedy. Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> the actor? The actor? Jamie Kennedy hit us up. He goes, yo, Rich, no, I don't follow that Jamie show. Jamie Kelly hit us up. I don't follow that show religiously, but my wife watches it. And I've seen enough to realize that Randall Sterling K. Brown, could he be the most underrated actor out there right now? It's been said before. Yo, I mean, guys. Rich has been a fan. I got to back him I up. Mean, Rich is he, that, singing he was, his praises. He was great in, oh, the, in, the, OJ OJ, in the OJ show. He played... I forget his name now, but he was in the OJ docu-series. Yeah. He was great in it. Wasn't he uh, Darden? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So he was, we, he was noticeable. That's the thing, guys. When you're noticeably great, 
Like Bob Odenkirk is noticeably yeah. great as Saul Goodman. Sterling K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown is just like a noticeably great actor. I mean, Justin Hartley, good actor. Mandy Moore, so good. Mandy uh, Moore. Kate. Uh, I gotta say, I was pretty. No, I was noticeably great in uh, Winning Riley. Yeah. Noticeably good. Noticeably great in Winning Time on think, HBO Max. Do you think Will Ferrell has seen Winning Time Pro and then realized, realized that had to? You know what? Maybe it'll solidify the friendship back between him and Adam McKay. Look, I'm sure Will Farrell thinks that he could have been has different levels yeah, to him that we don't know. And yeah. he wants to show us. I could have been Dr. That. Brown. Yeah. Dr. But, Bus. But I still don't think he could have could have had done it as, as good as John C. Riley did. He was so <laughs> good. Yeah, you know, was, you know I'm He's really gonna, good. Yeah, at that show is going to win multiple awards. That's my prediction. So that's your TV and entertainment deep thoughts on the Throwback Thursday brought to you by D's Nuts. So Sterling K. Brown, phenomenal. Hold on. I feel like there was someone, someone, something someone said that I could spin off of. Woohoo! Oh, one last TV note. Kavino said it yesterday and I'll back him up. Yo, I said it the other day. Fist bump to you, my friend. On Netflix, if you need something light and simple to watch when light and fluffy, when you're done watching some heavy, oh, so when you were done watching This Is Us, you when you're when you're done watching some heavy, yeah. as my dad would say, oh that was heavy duty, oh heavy duty, oh, heavy duty. When you're like heavy duty. grumpy now, heavy, heavy oh, duty, heavy no more duty. duties. Oh, Oof, heavy yo, grumpy. Rich, did you watch? Did you watch? Uh, you watch the finale of Ozark? Oh, heavy duty, heavy duty. My dad loves to describe. Like, what does your dad call like hefty cinch checks? Oh, heavy, heavy duty. Excuse me. Do you have the heavy duty? My dad would describe the Ozark finale. This is us. And uh, probably Better Call Saul. Which are three of his shows? My dad watches all the shows we watch. Oh, Better Call Saul. Heavy duty. So good. After a heavy duty show like that, where you're either way involved because it's intense or you're emotional because it's sad as shit. Howie Mandel and that game show bullshit on Netflix is so watchable. That's the best way to put it. It's so just so watchable. Um, We've had a lot of listeners. I believe, yeah. I believe our buddy, uh, you know, Zach, who hits us up. What's up, Zach? Oh, Zach. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was Zach. I don't know. I have a, I have Hi, a Zach. crazy way of uh, remembering things like that. I think it was Zach Hillard. Yeah. Who said... He binge watched the whole thing recently. I watched like three of them. Not shout out to Zach. I watched like three or four of them while we were laying in bed last night. It's the trivia show. It's very much. It's cut from the cloth of who wants to be a, a millionaire. Millionaire. But there's an element. So it's essentially who wants to be a millionaire. Trivia questions with four answers. But you don't need to get the question right. You could either get it right or bullshit your answer. You just need to convince someone on the panel that you know the answer and they believe you. Why would they believe you? Because if you convince them, whoever has the most points in the panel gets to become the next contestant to try to win the million. So if you're a good bullshitter, you'll do well in this game. But Hence to me, the name of the game, bullshit. To me, it's are, less are about, you, do you know the answer? Or are you full of bullshit? I, I think I want to play a version of this on our show next week. I thought about it and I want to write out some questions, but we know each other so well that we know each other's tells like spot. If I give you a trivia question and even if you didn't know, and you tried to sell us the answer. Would we be able to tell if Spot knew it or it was bullshit? Pretty good at, at faking knowledge. Knowledge. There was one girl that was really good. They do it, it on a daily basis. There was one dude that was so bad. It's it's interesting to see. There was one guy that was so bad. 
I know who you're talking about. It, it's such an entertaining show, though. Rich is right. But did you notice what I brought up the other day? Camino's point was Howie Mandel. When it comes to improv and Ba-bam. quickness and wordplay and everything, He's Howie a- Mandel is such a great host. And then I joked at Sarah. I'm like, oh, d- before he started making his own deal or no deal references, I said to Sarah, Dude, I totally forgot for a second. Like, yeah, of course. He was deal or no deal. Like, he's designed to be the charismatic game show guy. You know, he was opening suitcases in the but 2000s. he's also been a judge for a long time. Yeah. You forget. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Not only, you know, comedian, but judge, but as a host. But his quick wit is so on display when you're watching this show. Corny references, dad references, but still, like, Bam, I mean, he's funny as hell. The way his mind works is quick as hell. And yeah. you're, like, you're impressed by it. Like when the contestant says something, he's very quick. I almost feel like, you know, it's so good that I almost feel like, do they say cut? Here's the here's the line. Because I don't think so. It's, he's so quick. <laughs> um, spot, it's impressive. Maybe, maybe I'll prepare some stuff for next week. But the show is, I recommend it because it's uh, something you watch with your wife, your girlfriend, yeah. your kids. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, you can watch your kids if you don't mind them hearing the word bullshit. I mean, that's the, that's they don't, the only besides thing. that, they don't curse besides that. But Spot, next week we'll play our own Kavino Rich version of bullshit because I'm I'm curious if we know each other so well. Because part of the fun is these are strangers to each other, so they don't know the tells. Like if I was like, Kavino, which president, I don't know, uh, enacted this bill? Kavino could be like, well... You know, it's really interesting because coincidentally, my my girlfriend's from Idaho and so is this person. And the answer is obviously B, Johnson. Now, Cavino could totally have bullshitted that. But if he sold it, I could be like, yeah, you know what? I want the point. So I think he's telling the truth. Ah, I was bullshitting. Like it's, I think all three of us would be great with a panel of people that didn't know us. But I think because we know each other so well, I don't think we could bullshit each other. I don't think so either. I was doing it with Sarah last night and it was so funny because we also popped an edible. So we were a little, we were feeling nice and uh, nice and loosey goosey. No. And I was you like, I, they'd pose a question. I'd be like, and pause it, Sarah. Go ahead. God Answer it. She'd be like, pause it. She's like, well, the answer is B because when I was a kid, I learned that this and I'm like, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yo, I was like, that's the other fun part of the oh, show. Yeah. She's like, all right. I was like, Sarah, you clearly don't know because I know the answer is A because Honestly, when uh, Kavino and I first, oh, can I give you one? Because there's so many questions. I won't give it away. It's, oh, oh, I know what it was. It was, which of these animals is known to have the worst farts? And it was like a walrus, a this, a that, or whatever. Uh, The answer was sea lion. But one of the answers was muskrat, right? So Sarah and I were pausing and playing along. And it's like, which of these animals has been known at the San Diego Zoology, whatever, to have like the worst gas or farts for any animal. Pause it. I was like, Sarah, Pause it. Sarah, you go first. And she's like, well, <laughs> I so remember funny. going to the San Antonio Zoo and it was uh, when I was a kid and my mom told me that uh, it was the, the lion. I'm like, bullshit. I was like, I know you're bullshitting because it's funny when Kavino and I first started doing our show, we used to joke and say like, dude, what do you got? Muskrat farts? <laughs> And she's like, I believe you. I'm like, I'm bullshitting you. Muskrat farts. So like, <laughs> this show's funny, man. And Howie Mandel is oh. so likable. 
So you likeable. believe muskrat farts? Oh, she's in it. Sarah, <laughs> say no. You're lying. You were high as hell because you're you were laughing your ass right off. Okay, first off, I'm so angry at you for your high ass, like hiding the remote on me, and like you're trying to be like keep the kids down. I'm pause like, it. Pause, pause it. Pause it. With when the I remote. say his pause acting it. of like, he's like, okay, 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He's the worst. I know actor the answer, ever. and let me tell you why. <laughs> but, but let me explain. Let me I have this story. I got this story. And uh, so when I was a kid, I had Miss 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 Benazzi, and I was like, I know all your stories. You are bullshitting. <laughs> the only one he had me on was the Meerkat one, only for the sheer fact of I was like, yeah, they do. They do joke about that a lot. But I wouldn't have won with an audience. I don't ben, know. But he was like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to hear Ben's tell uh, uh, tell of the story. Ben knows so his dad. Is it was, uh, you know, it bullshit. was. <laughs> It was daddy bullshit. It was pretty bullshit. daddy bullshit. Daddy bullshit. Bullshit. It was it was funny because there was one where I tried to lie to Sarah. I was like, it was like which of these phrases, which of these phrases is actually real? Remember, it was like lounge lizard, bookworm, all that. Oh like God, the bookworm. Book yeah, you guys watch it with your wife or girlfriend it's or fun. husband, and and if you want to make it extra fun, do what Sarah and I did. Especially after a glass of wine or drink, or you something. haven't, you've only gone four episodes, like three or four episodes. It gets so even better. It is, uh, like Gabe said, it's kind of a combination of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, but Hollywood Squares as well. Oh yeah, remember? Yeah, you would have to yeah. tell if the person was lying or telling the truth. It was That's uh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that you was know the what? whole point of the game. So it's they Hollywood. Were playing, they were playing tic tac toe instead of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It would give a quick little oh, zinger. Yeah. We were. I can't tell you the last time Sarah and I were laughing that much. We were laughing, but we're, Howie Mandel, whatever he got paid for that show, it was not enough. He earned yeah. every penny of it because he's so good at it. His understanding, and again, I'm stating the obvious. He's the host; he should know. But it's a new show, so you have to realize, like, his understanding of this game, yeah, was so dead on his understanding of the game how to keep it moving how to keep, how to it, keep it funny they must have did some really great rehearsals again he's no rookie at this but it's noticeably impressive so he really adds that much to an already fun yeah, game we, we couldn't stop we were like laughing in bed you know when you're laughing and you're like actually like kicking your feet like ah like i felt like i was rick james that's funny but man it was funny as hell or dave Chappelle as rick james. rick dave Chappelle as rick james we so Cavino is 100% right. I was reluctant to watch it. I'm like, yeah, game show. Uh, Howie it's Mandel's really quick. entertaining. It's it's as if you like trivia. Hey, and, that's a fun part of it. But you know what jokes. else? Dad jokes and trivia and something fun you could do with your significant other. I'm telling you. It's on Netflix. Unless you're a dud or you're dating or married to a dud. It really is fun to do the whole pause. What's the answer? And And try to bullshit your spouse and see if you could tell if they're completely lying. Spot, can you spot? Pull up one example. Can you pull up one example from the game show, like a clip? Save it for our game. You no, said you want to no I want to see if Spot could. I want to see because Spot hasn't watched. I want to see if pause it and see if Spot could. I've sent Spot a few screenshots to yeah. see if he knew the answer. Oh, and he did. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if Spot knows the answer to this screenshot. Oh, I see. Send it. Um, I, I would have not claimed yeah, there's that. A, there's, a tra there's a trailer. I don't know if uh, yeah. Pause it on the trailer. I'm glad Rich backed me up, though. Howie Mandel's so underratedly quick. You're on a trivia show. Uh, the, it, the answer is... Um, and you don't know the answer to any of the questions. Sorry. <laughs> Scary, right? Well, not on this show, because this is bullshit. No! Here, you can answer questions wrong. 
Uh, I was trying to see the, what the question was. Yeah, go ahead, Spot. There it is. All right. What was Susan B. Anthony referring to when she said, I think uh, it has done more to emancipate women than anything else in the world? Yeah, what has done more to emancipate women than anything in the world? U.S. Postal Service, California Gold Rush, bicycling, or dancing? Give us your answer, Spot. Uh, actually, <laughs> this is interesting. It's the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. Because prior to the Postal Service being readily available for women, they couldn't communicate with each other and therefore no, had no means to like distribute me, you know, like uh, a literature for women and, and getting out the word for like suffrage and all that kind of stuff. So you see this, he's full of shit because I remember in history class, I actually had to do a report on Susan B. Anthony. And I remember it was bicycling. And when you think about it, it makes sense because bicycling's a great equalizer. You don't have to be a man or a woman to be a good bike rider. Yeah, but so it, the answer can is I, can I retort bicycling? Can I no, no, you don't retort. Oh, damn and, and but usually two people don't do it. But fuck, I didn't see this one, so now. <laughs> I mean, it's common sense. Now I gotta look at the answer. <laughs> Women couldn't play football. Women weren't playing against men in basketball. I, you're telling the truth, Spot. You're bullshitting. No, uh, I think I'm right. I know I'm right. You never did a uh, thing on Susan B. Anthony. He spoke with conviction. You he never spoke fucking with... brought up Susan B. Anthony on the show ever. Who's BSing? Spot or Camino? Think about it. Because if you think about it, remember on horses, they used to have to ride side saddle. So there's no way that bicycles were emancipating to women because they probably still would have had to. It spreads their legs. Guess what women could do? Just as good as men could do. Ride horses. So Bicycle. Spot says U.S. Postal Service. I'm, I'm going to say Cavino is not bullshitting. I'm locking in C. Spot, you're full of shit. Google and see the, they're not going to give the answer there. So you were bullshitting spot. Uh, no, then the host will ask. Well, the host, will, the host will ask like, so are you bullshitting? I'm bullshitting, but I'm right. Oh, bullshitting meaning I never did a book report on Susan B. Anthony, but I know the answer is bicycling. Bam. He's correct. Ah, but he spoke with like a At 76. Anthony uh, said, let me tell you what I think of bicycling. It has done more to emancipate women than anything else in the world. It gives women a feeling of freedom and self-reliance. I stand and rejoice every time I see a woman ride by on a wheel. The picture of free, untrammeled womanhood. Untrammeled, sorry. Wow. Look at that. God, I gotta get my eyes we should, we, right. We should definitely. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to. So Rich, it. you would have won because you believed me. I believed you, yeah. So Rich was right. I was right. Spot would have been wrong in that scenario. Watch the game; it's fun. But I think next in week, fact, if my parents are watching, I say anyway. So f- I believe my parents would actually enjoy would, this. Why show. would you ever oh, listen to me? My dad, your mom and dad, yeah. my yeah, everyone would love this. My mom loves game shows. She watches some stupid game show on what's like the free networks that like my mom watches, like Tubi and shit like that. Tubi. Yeah. That's a game show. My mom was like, I watch it all the time, Richie. Free it was interesting. It was v- people TV. try to decide in a group who gets more money and the money keeps dwindling and dwindling until they agree. Oh, really? I so it. what's it called? Let's say the three of us are the contestants. By the way, did you actually know the answer? Yes. The answer was bicycling. But it was that, did you actually do a report on Susan B. Anthony? No, 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 which is also part of the game too. Like, yeah, I made that part up, but I knew the answer was, you know, like you, you're trying to give people reasons you're to also not try- really read you you're also yeah you're also trying to like there was a woman that when she knew the answer she'd make it seem like she made it up that way if she did make some shit up they wouldn't be able to read her it's a reading way, if, game if you get the answer wrong then you're off the yeah you're done yeah. and you could win up to a million dollars that shit it's so high it's so stressful 
There was a. Uh, Let me tell you. What, what the fuck? Was Having I just been saying? in the hot seat twice. It's the stress you don't need in your life. What was I just saying? I'm also impressed by the contestants and their. They got good wit, but they choose them. They vet them. That's yeah. what they do. And their composure on this show. But what's the name of the show that your mom's watching? Oh, yeah, yeah. Who's, I, I, who's the boss? Because every time I would go out, she'd be, she was she'd here, be watching she was it. Watching who's the no, boss. my mom watches a show where, let's say three contestants, let's say the three of us have won $26,000. There's a first, second, and third place. Let's say first, oh, let's say it's $25,000. Actually, let's say it's $17,000. First place gets 10, second place gets five, third place gets two. The three people have to have to decide which of the three of us is first, second, and third place. Because everyone's going to be like, I want to be first place. But the, until you agree the order, the money keeps going down like 10000 9500 and And there's a timer. So we could be arguing like, dude, you answered more than me. Yeah, but I want first place. 8000 7 So until the people agree, the money just keeps dwindling and dwindling. So yeah, game shows. Parents love game shows. So... um. Good show. My mom always asks me, would I like euphoria? I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, things like that. Euphoria. I'm just no, throwing no, that no, out no, there. No, as a, no, no. You know, the first absolute episode, no. The first episode would destroy her. Right. My mom will say, would I like? No, no, you probably, no, you know nope. no, no, no. Cause they curse. They show dick. They like, no junk. Zend Zendaya gives me like, she almost gives me like a melody vibe. Zendaya. She just has that very like that look. Oh, yeah, your daughter, I don't mean about what she does on the show. Your daughter, I mean, like, your daughter does look a little like Zendaya, right? Like that, the you know, mm. just the kind of the look to her. Oh, um, ADD Radio at, at its finest. Did you see there is so a? I wouldn't uh, watch that show at all. There is a new animated movie coming out about a singer that's dealing with insecurities that uh, becomes a star, voiced by Katy Perry, an animated movie, it's and it's called, called Melody. Oh, really? Yeah. The the art. It's a it's a car, It's a cartoon. Sue and it's Melody Sewer. Sewer. So I wonder if I wonder if your daughter will will immediately be like, oh, cool, an animated movie about a, a girl that wants to sing called Melody. Well, I'm hoping oh. to watch voiced by Katy Perry. We can show the photo of you with Katy Perry, and you can say that when you took that photo, you told her about your daughter Melody, and we can use that as a way. Oh yeah, to yeah. get money out of her. Yeah. Um, there's a similar premise to a movie that's out right now that I'm probably going to watch with Melody called Metal Lords on Metal Lords. Netflix. It looks really funny. It looks great. Here's another watch. I heard that's family friendly, but good. It's okay. about these nerds, like super nerds. Nerds! Who realize and figure out the only way to become cool and accepted in high school is to form a metal band. That's funny. And it, you know, it looks fun. It looks, the premise looks cool. So I'm, I'm thinking I'm watching that this weekend. All right. So bullshit on Netflix. Enjoy it. It's a fun watch. There you go. Um, now let's dive into it. All right. All um, of that was nothing we planned on talking about. But we hope you enjoyed the conversation. I have a lot. I have a want to spin the want to spin the wheel of uh of topics. Let's do it. Spot wheel of topics. You have a wheel sound effect. I actually do. <laughs> if you want me to pull it up, hit I, me with the wheel. Spot. I actually do. Hang on. Hit me with the wheel. What's going on outside? All right. Hold on. Gotta find the wheel. On the wheel, we have. Groceries, bosses, reincarnation, weddings, and planes. What does it land on, Kavina? You choose. What are they again? Young bosses, groceries, reincarnation, weddings, and planes. 
Reincarnation. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. okay. We'll start there. I lost. We will start there. Reincarnation. I've been seeing a trend on TikTok. Oh, no more Yankee, my Winky. And it doesn't, we don't need to pull up any clips because they're just all going to be creepy stories. Yeah, let's do it. I love creepy stories. But I've noticed a trend where people are sharing videos about their kids where it's like, my kid's three. And they told me that they were in the South Tower on 9-11 and they just remember it being smoky, then everything went black, and then they, they woke. Happens. Then they woke up, and now they're my child. But they were these kids as they grow; those memories, and those thoughts, if true, start to fade. Yeah, I saw one where the really the, heavy, where heavy some ones. woman's like, "My son said he was a fighter pilot in World War II. He even said a name of someone. We looked it up in history books, and it was someone that went down in like Japan. And is it, uh, uh, and is it this one. Bro, there's a million of them. In you can April look up. In 1998, a couple from Louisiana named Bruce and Andrea Leninger gave birth to a boy and named him James. When James was almost two years old, him and his father visited a flight museum when they discovered James's fascination with planes, especially it's, World War II aircraft, like which he would stare at in awe. Within months, James began repeating the phrase airplane crash on fire. He would even reenact this scene with his toys. He also began having nightmares. During those nightmares, he would kick and scream, saying words like, airplane crash on fire, little man can't get out. Eventually, James talked to his parents about this so-called crash, saying, Before I was born, I was a pilot and my airplane got shot in the engine and it crashed in the water and that's how I died. James said that he flew off of a boat and his plane was shot by the Japanese. When his parents asked the name of the boat, he said, Natoma. Yes, Steve? When they asked him who... I have to interrupt to let you know that this is actually featured speaking of netflix on a show called surviving death which i watched i have seen this episode and they cover this whole reincarnation sort of subject and this kid sort of this kid that she speaks of it all panned out there was a boat and there was one guy that was shot down and he had all these memories and felt this weird connection and closeness yeah. and but as he got older, as he got older the faded memories away. fade away and there was a story of another kid who Thought he was, was a obsessed, movie star, right? Obsessed with Hollywood. He was born obsessed with Hollywood. Saw the Hollywood sign. He's like, that's home. I used to live there. I yeah. used to live there. And it turns out he was a, a B-level, C-level character actor. Like, that's me. That's my mom. And then they go and visit, and he has all these memories. Weird. But as he grew up... The memories fade. The memories fade because he's losing that connection, and he's becoming himself. But they're all sort of torn inside, too, because they're like... It's sort of weird for them. Like that watch. kid was in tears. Like, yeah, I'm not, I don't really, want to have these thoughts. I, yeah, I just want to be me. I don't want to, I don't know. But the, one, the ones that, there, yeah. there are ones that, uh, there are ones where people are like, my kid was born in 01. And when they were four, talks about how they worked on whatever floor of the Twin Towers. And they, it didn't hurt, but everything went dark. And then they woke up and now they're, now like, now I'm a different person. But I remember I miss my kids and I miss my, like, these people are telling facts again. Surviving death. If you want, sounds watch, creepy, but there's some cool storylines. It's on Netflix. A good uh, comical version of this. I recommend the '80s movie Chances Are, starring a young Robert Downey Jr., Sybil Shepherd. Uh, it's about guy who, uh, like, on his anniversary, he gets killed crossing the street, 
And he's like, I need to get back to my wife. I need to get back yeah, to my wife. So he gets re- reincarnated as Robert Downey Jr. But Spot, how and could anyone debate this? Like, I imagine mean, being the parent they're, they're of a kid. supposed to give him a shot before he gets reincarnated. And he's like running through and they forget to give him the shot. Like where he forgets. Where, that. He's, where, he's, where you forget when you were reincarnated. So as he's growing up, he actually like finds his way back. Like he, he starts dating the daughter of his daughter reincarnated. Um, and he starts remembering things cause he's at his house and then he, yeah, it's, it's very comical. Rich, the, the story that the little girl on TikTok was speaking of sad too. when that little boy was talking about his previous life, he actually came up with it. The father said, did you have any friends on that ship? And he named the guy, he named the guy. So he Googled that guy. What the father was doing all along was he was actually piecing together like a, like a, he was trying to solve a crime almost. Yeah. And they eventually figured it out. And everything that little kid said panned out to be true. So, so how do you explain that? How do you explain that? I don't know. Um, and what does that say? And, and, and perhaps when you die, your soul goes on to. And that's the light. And, and, you, and the, the light you see when you die, maybe you start a new life. But maybe for 99.999% of people, those things, those memories just go away. But for that remember. rare person, like like much like the fake movie in the eighties, maybe there's random people that something doesn't click right and I they actually like, remember. I know, man, I feel like I was definitely like reincarnated from some sort of hunter or something. Because when I come back with my bag of groceries, my food, Bam. my takeout, there's a part of me it feels. <laughs> Funky monkey says, "My daughter said grandma gave me a kiss, walked away to die, and then I was born." Like if your kids start saying weird stuff, listen closely because little kids are the ones that have these, uh, they have that these intuition. thoughts and intuitions and senses that go away as you get older. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I believe it, but it's wild to think that there's one how too many. How would you feel? How would you feel? Hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah. you love hypotheticals. Oh, I do. How would you feel Ooh. if your mom came to you just out of nowhere? Richie, I never told you this, but you told me one time you were a country singer. Yeah. Or she'd be like, what? Ooh. No, but would it make you feel like, wait a second. Maybe I was hop along. Maybe I was hop along Biggie. That's it all connects now. That's why I love Texas so much. Texas. That's, oh. that's why I feel so comfortable in Spurs. Now it makes sense. Like it would fuck I, with your mind. Like, wait a second. Yeah. There is some sort of, now oh, I feel weird now. I'm glad I don't remember shit. I'm glad I'm numb to I, everything. When we die, we go to the past lives pavilion. We can see wherever we, all our previous lives. I mean, I don't, hey, when you die, there's Defending like a when you, when you die, there's a few outcomes that would be dope. The only bad outcome is like that's it. The the cool outcomes would be like highlight reel of your life. Hey, reincarnated, even if you don't know, hey, it would be cool to think that. Hey, you'll just like who knows? This could be another shot at life. Could be you no, know, you could have been some, uh, you know, warlord in uh, hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago, and some. Well, that's another theory. You get so many shots at this until you get it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Then that's when your soul's at rest and you move on to a higher level. Who knows? But Lonnie, Lonnie 3000's right. He says, maybe in a previous life, I worked. If you need another comical movie to watch, Defending Your Life, starring Alva yeah. Brooks. I worked at a restaurant <laughs> doing dishes, and that's why I, I hate doing dishes. It's probably true. In this life. Yeah. But reincarnation is baffling. Oh, but so what, were, what about the trend, though? So you were which, also Mexican in your previous life? I was also Mexican in my hey, previous oh. life. Yeah. Hey, oh, I, I was full mix. Maybe, maybe how you treat others, yeah. how you treat oh, others. You, you got to dilute it in your next life. My next life. Yeah, no, maybe man. how you treat others will determine 
whether you go up or down in quality in your next life, right? Like if you're a good guy this life, the next life, you keep working your way up the social chain. Like maybe like if you're a hobo in this life, that's like a piece of shit or a bad person or like someone that's down on their luck, maybe in your last life, you were a dickhead. And I was like, all right, your next life, we're going to make it harder. And if you're a nice person, maybe in your next life, like let's say if you're a vain asshole, what if in your next life, you're like a fat your, slob? Your next asshole or your next life, you're your next asshole, asshole vain. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a good one spot. Um, yeah, no, it's possible. I, I think, you know, I, I believe we're always trying to reach transcendence. So we're always trying to improve. And I think each life we take our skills that we've learned, bring them to our next life and, and keep progressing. Hey, it would be a cool, it, it's a cool thought to think we're reincarnated. But is that possible? Anything's possible. Well, you know what? Energy, Doesn't that explain like, oh, oh and energy, I'm an old soul. There's truth to that. Energy I'm, can a dumb, I'm a young, dumb soul. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. So I, something happens. I, I think of it. You know what? They address that you know in what, this little mini my, uh, docuseries. My mind changed when I became a dad because you start looking at your kid and you're like, we created this like that didn't exist. Like a human being with a personality and a soul and a body and every, like you, you start and you're like childbirth in itself. And there's so many, the fact that we're uh, on planet earth just because it's spinning at this rate. Like there's so many things that are unexplainable. So you start to think, yeah, I mean, do you, do you why, 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 why would you not leave your mind open to endless limits? Because think about it. There's so many unexplainable things now, right? If there's unexplainable things now, why would you limit the unexplainable? That's deep, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> done. Conversation end. Right. And scene. And scene. All right, there you go. After the video, I wanted to. But play what made you think about this? The the trend. No, in my algorithm, media? Uh, other than butt yes. cheeks, I've other than butt cheeks and pimple popping and uh, stupid dances, my algorithm had a couple, right. uh, couple parents, videos where it's like, tell us the scariest parents, thing. Tell us the scariest yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. My that. kid it's, said this. Here's okay. So this is the scale of the universe. Here's yeah. you laying on the ground. I mean, it's a woman, but you yeah. All right. So zooming out. All right. That's you on the ground, right? Yeah. All right. Here you go. Zooming up. All right. Spot showing us how little we are in the big picture. There's right, a woman there laying on the ground. Now we're she zooming back and back and back. Where's She's that? in the Bay Area spot or California. Oh, it? It's on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. California. The Harambe. All right. Area. So there's the Earth. There's the Zooming Earth. out. Zooming out. Zooming out. There's the moon. <laughs> Whoa. Zooming out. We're just a little speck Wait. on a speck of dust. Wait, where are we? Oh, on a flower. There's an asteroid. You're not even a, we're not even a speck. There, oh, there's the whole solar system. We're not even a speck. Not even yet. Hold on. There's the whole solar system. Milky All right. Way. Whoa. All right. So now we're going to zoom out. And there's the sun. Some nearby stars. Yeah. This will make you These really are the biggest yeah. stars around. This will make you realize like, Wait, yeah, we are. We're, we're, we're not even a grain of sand in our local interstellar cloud. And there's the Milky Way. You know what the <laughs> you know what the <laughs> wait, hold on. And let's go to the next universe. There we go. There's some other universes. Whoa. Isn't it universe? High? Universes. All right. There's a little cluster. There's my nut veins. Spot. I can, this is blowing my mind. I think we need to. We stop. live in the nuts of a giant being. That's, yeah. Maybe God. we live it. Maybe it's a giant being, and we're in his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. By the way, 
That's what they are, all nut veins. And an earthquake is when he scratches his nuts. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> the pinch and roll. The pinch and roll. We live in the balls of the universe of God. Now, again, that's, so a, that's what, a great rock lyric. <laughs> we live in the ball. What is it? The ball sack of God. We live in the universe oh, of the, the ball, ball, sack, of of ball God. sack of God. That is a good fucking hammer right there. Or actually, Jose, Jose, Mangan, Jose Mangan would get that tattooed on his back. Ball sack of God would be a great metal band name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rock on. Ball We're sack ball of, sack of God. What's up, Cleveland? I subscribe to <laughs> what does it all mean? Unfortunately, we as humans. Yeah. We're given something called feelings. So, you know, if it doesn't matter, why do we fucking feel so much? That's what sucks. You know, I wish we didn't feel so much. I wish we could just That's live our lives and yeah. not really give a fuck. That's a ball it's just that God, there's so much loss in this uh, life. Ball sack of God. And so many crappy things do happen. Yeah. Like, you know, why do I have all these feelings if it doesn't matter? Right. That's just, fucked just up. like, you know, <laughs> I always say, it doesn't matter. Can I just take the feeling part away then? Just because in the grand scheme, you're merely a speck in the universe. Speck! Speck. Hey, speck. Doesn't mean you should minimize your personal problems. You're still allowed to do such a thing. Well, reincarnation. You having clandestine conversations? No, it's not clandestine. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I don't. Behind the Velvet Rope personal note, they asked me to continue covering on lithium. For, the, at, for, for until further notice. But again, at what point... TFN? At what point do I say, yeah, no, yeah, I want to cover, but I, I again, I also just... How about I want the job? Yeah. We love what you do. And again, it's nothing, nice against, you like nothing against, against, against the previous guy. Like I, I'm a huge fan. The previous dude's a, no, one of the really best nice hosts guy, that bro. I know. But I'm not just a nice guy filling in. What are you saying? Awesome dude, don't pay the bills. It's, uh, you know what it's like? It's like Kavino's the interim coach that's clearly earned the role of head coach, take away the interim, but they're still keeping him interim. This like, happened. yo, just make the guy full-time on lithium. Like, Rich, this happened to you in the early 2000s. Yeah, oh, but I, you know, what's funny is I don't think I'll get sure. the gig because there may be legitimate reasons as to why our buddy is just isn't there. You know, I, again, know. the guy I'm filling in for, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. He's great. So there's no disparaging there. But if the slot's open, I'll willingly take it. That's the thing. Yeah. So anyway, I, you know what? It's that's uh, a whole other like spot's personal. Right. Same. Spot's right. I was interim. So when I worked at Z100 back in the day, mm -hmm. they fired a guy named Billy Hammond. I liked Billy Hammond. Was a weird he was guy. really good, but he got lazy and he would play foosball his whole show yeah. and like mailed it in. He's an odd guy. And he was sort of like a jerk kind of a jerk so they're like yeah so he's nice to me though he was nice to me but they fired him he would talk to me at night and i was coming in the studio i was 20 21 years old and they're like all right rich davis you're gonna be the new nighttime dj at z100 until we find the replacement so it was like hey you fill in until we figure out who the new nighttime guy is you were nighttime hottie rich davis for yeah. a good solid like Two, three years. Fast forward. Yeah, uh, what are they waiting for? Our Alex Akis of uh, Everclear? I don't know. Like, well, the new host on Lithium, our Alex Akis yeah. from Everclear. Like, um, so fast forward. He does, he does a show on Pop Rocks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's that's what I'm are they looking for Not some like good. random 90s dude? Not good. I'm good. <laughs> Listen to me later if you don't believe yeah. me. I know this shit like the back of my hand. So I, uh, who's more 90s I than think, you? I know. I think they're the earrings. 
let's say let's say the previous host who we all know who it is he's a great guy and he's great yeah let's say he needs this time off you don't know i don't know so therefore it's like still his job is he on fmla i don't know so fast forward a year and a half later i was still nighttime fill-in rich davis Howdy. and i never truly got the full-time nighttime contract i i no joke I mean, I got paid nicely there, but I was never offered like, all right, Rich Davis, you're the new nighttime guy at Z100. Here's your contract. I was, hey, Rich, keep doing nights. You're good. Until they found who? Romeo. Made the union, right? Until they found the guy named Romeo on the radio. Yeah. Who, who's a good broadcaster, but I did that for a year and a half. You I did mean, like, you did all the, the uh, countdowns and appearances. Everybody, yeah. everybody's and, good to make it to this level. Oh yeah. But you essentially were, I'll tell you what I put in the extra time night guy. I was I the full time extra effort yeah. as I'm sure you did. I was the full time night guy, but they never straight up. Yeah. Uh, listen, I was in on the website. I was in the little books they would hand out at events. I had my own little autograph cards for the kids and all that at the radio station. All that, but they never officially were like, and there was never an announcement like, we named Rich Davis the new nighttime host. It was like, yo, who's the night guy? Well, Rich is still doing it since we fired Billy Hammond. And that was like a year and a half later. And then, if you want the real story, Kid Kelly got let go from Clear Channel, iHeart. And Kid was my biggest advocate. So then when Kid left, one of the other bosses was like, now it's time to shake things up. Every new boss and does they that. brought They're in bringing their own. People. They brought in uh, Romeo from DRQ in Detroit, mm-hmm. and they moved me to late nights. They, they said you're now on at 10 p.m. I was like, hmm. well, check this out. Oh, yeah, if you guys was- listening want to help me out, don't say, hey, give him the job. Just let SiriusXM and Lithium know that you like what you're hearing. Don't say anything negative about anyone else or about he deserves it. Just say, man, this guy's great. I really dig this guy. Let's keep him on. This guy's hilarious. Yeah. I love this dude. At SXM Lithium, at SiriusXM. But I'll be yeah. on until further notice. And I've been doing it for over a month. And if I got this, if they simply said, you know what? You've been working here over 20 years. You've earned this gig. I would be full time. That's why it's important to me. Yeah. But Benny's, again, I understand it, it is someone else's job that. Yeah, he doesn't care about your job. Something's though. going on. Yeah, but something's going on. It could be. Yeah. Could, there could be multiple reasons. Who knows? I don't know. No, I have no. spoke to the guy. The guy, though. All right. Um, and he right. he just told me I don't know what I'm doing. Want to spin the wheel? Spin the wheel. Spot. Spin the wheel. Hold on. The wheel. By the way, that, by the way, Rich. Before we move on. The wheel. Oh, I stole this from Elvis Duran. You know that, right? <laughs> this is their wheel of cheese. Oh, oh it's uh, Greg T. The Frat Boy and Scary Jones Wheel of Cheese. Yeah. So this is a sound clip from Z100. <laughs> yeah. I love that. All right, did we land on planes, uh, groceries, young bosses, or uh, weddings? I'll pick. I think we landed on... uh... (laughs) I'm glad I spun the wheel. I'll do it again. (laughs) I have a visual of a wheel somewhere. Hang on. What's the coolest thing you want at a boardwalk? I have two. A really big stuffed animal that I didn't want to carry around, so I ended up like giving it to someone. Like I, I got, you know what it was? On a wheel? No, no, or not on a wheel. I, you know when you throw the uh, the little rings and it lands on the bottle with, and like the one bottle has like the gold top or something like that. You're stealing my story. Oh, but I, I did that. You did the same thing. Yeah, but after Bullshit. probably after you told the story. But I won like a big stuffed animal, and I was like, I can't carry this around the whole day, so I gave it to some kid. Really? Yeah. How the hell you never tell me that? Because I didn't think it was significant. There was I counted. I I won a mountain. Uh, it was supposed to be a TV, but they were out of TVs that day. So I said. 
fuck, I need a mountain bike. I'll take the mountain bike, which I sold. There was 500 jugs. <laughs> they, oh, man. And I motorboated all of them. <laughs> 500 jugs. Oh, yeah. I want to go to this carnival. No, it, was, it was Titty Fest, 1996. <laughs> there was 500 jugs. It was Titty Fest, 96. No, you there were 500 one, jugs. There was one gold no, jug. Of the, of the 500, there was so one, one gold one. One girl had motorboat. one gold jug, one regular you would, jug. You in motorboat, you would be going like across like this the whole Dude, time. Dude. I remember it like yesterday. I was at I was at Six Flags. There was it was ten and, and then it was fifty and, and ten rows of fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One man, titty fest. One gold one. Oh, I didn't. I flipped the little red thing and it was like someone caught it midway and said, "Kavito deserves something," and it went blink. Like there, like a movie, right yeah. on the one gold one. Well, my, the, the where I did I this, like, holy shit! All right, but I so didn't. anyway, I, no. I won a mountain bike, but on a wheel. The coolest thing I ever won on a wheel was a Fender acoustic guitar, which no, I had mine, for a long mine time. Mine was not as rare as yours. There were multiple little winning spots on this, so you you win this story. However, I've never I've never played it since you told me because I feel like I can't compete with Steve Cavino, but Cavino apparently is the... I could be thinking of the wrong friend, but I think it's you. Are you the master? Who's the master? Are you the master of rolling the bowling ball over the hump and not getting it to roll I've back? I've won, but I'm not the master. So you feel like someone I know is like, I'm the ma- 100%. Yeah. Dick Weber, maybe? It might, have been, it might have been Dick Weber or Pete. I forget. Pete Weber. Jugs. Jugs. Or 500 jugs. <gasps> All right. Um, as you spin the wheel, I say we land on Young Bosses. Is that a rapper? Young Boss. I feel like every day on TMZ when I do my little research for this show and Pop 2K and all that, when I'm like just looking up headlines, it sounds terrible, but I always feel like there's some young it's rapper happening. that I don't know that got shot. I, I, I feel like it's like every week, like Our every week. Jugs froze the stream. Jeez. I'm sorry, keep going. So, young bosses, this is uh, this will be a quickie, and then we'll get on to the other things on the wheel of cheese. Kavino on Rich's wheel of uh, queso. On a throwback Thursday. So SXM always mixing things up with who's running what channels. And I know that uh, we lost the late, great Turbo Dan. Yeah, that sucked. Years ago, who uh, went after he passed, who ended up taking over that? Sean the Butcher. So, yeah. like Hey, what's up, Kavino? Wh- whether it's a, a terrible. Fucking love listening to you, man. Whether it's a, a terrible tragedy or whether it's someone gets a promotion or they move on from the company. Sirius XM, much like any other media companies, there's a lot of uh, a lot of turnover with the younger entry level people because they, you know, they'll start out. I would say that's a common trend in in a lot of places, a lot of industries. But Sirius XM, I feel like they'll hire these young entry level music and broadcast coordinators. They call them. They do the job for a while. They either get bumped up to a program director status or they get a job at another media company. And they're like, thanks for the experience, and they they go so uh, so their wild oats. I feel like every six months to a year, there's a, I get a call like, yeah, there's a new person that's going to be helping you on uh, hits. So there's going to be a new person that's uh, coordinating pop 2k. Like, don't you feel like that happens quite a bit? Yeah. And, and there's a reason there's, there's large turnover everywhere. Back when we were at that age to be part of something like Sirius XM was, was huge to us. So we were going to stick it out and try our hardest, our darndest. Where today's mentality is, hey, you guys aren't really 
advancing me. Guys yeah. aren't really paying me. They have the right mentality. You know, hey, Series XM, yeah, it's cool, but guess what? I can get a job doing this, making more. So later, like for instance, I'll give you a great example. Archie got a job offer for some media company I've never heard of, but they paid him a lot more than Sirius XM. Now, old school mentality would be like, yeah, but I want to be part of the bigger company, which is stupid thinking. But again, stupid. it was a company on the rise. Yeah, but in our day, it's, it's now fool's it's, thinking, you know, it's established and who knows where the industry's headed. It's fool's thinking. It is. To think but that again, Rich, we're nice guys. We were taking it. Honestly, we've been taking advantage of for a long, long time. But for, I'm saying just for simply being nice guys. It's, it's fool's talk to think that, oh, I'm going to stay at the bigger company because it's a bigger company. Like uh, the example I would always use is spot will back me up. There are people that we know. There are people that we know that stayed at Z100 forever because they were just enamored with the, I work at Z100. They weren't paid a lot of money. It's fun to feel like you're part of something. They though. weren't paid a lot of money. They weren't really respected. But you know what? Every so often, there would be like a big concert or an event. They're like, come here. And I work at Z100. And they took like a pride in working for a, a cool company and a, had a cool job. And that took precedence to them over advancement. And like, yo, you could move to, you could go work for this media company or go venture off to a, another place. But they're like, no, that made, that made more sense to them. I think nowadays you see the turnover because people are like, Hey, so-and-so company's not paying me. Yeah. I don't care that you're uh serious or Spotify or Fox or NBC. Like, yo, you're not paying me. They're going to pay me. And it's the right mentality because we're slowly realizing there's no loyalty. Like when we were at ESPN, I remember thinking like, yo, it's pretty cool to work at ESPN. But you know what? If you worked at ESPN. Kills me. Really does. Yeah, we got. Very the, happy at Fox. The, the, I mean, extremely happy at Fox happier Sports. Happier at Fox. Happier at Fox Sports. It's not a better just saying fit. That. And we're really not just saying it. It's probably the coolest gig we've ever gotten. Yeah. I mean that. Yeah. Because it's that fun and the fit is that right. But it still oh, kills me that we yeah. lost that ESPN gig. Really does. Just because of the timing in COVID, we, we got the raw deal. Everybody has their story. But, That's but, ours. But I remember thinking, like, when some guy leaves, like, hey, they've been working at ESPN or Fox for years, and then had our own TV show on ESPN. Can't take that our away. own TV We show. got the raw deal. Our own TV show. Yeah, raw deal. Oh, my raw God. Raw deal, bro. What do, you, what do you want me to do? Uh, it bothers me so much, man. It really does. Is it hitting you now? Like, it's a been year later? Me You're so later? Harder in... The recent past, for sure. Because, you know, there's a weird time. A weird time. Time has passed enough for you to be like, oh, that's right. No, but I'm also very confused. There's a time disparity. Is that a word? Disparity? No, time discrepancy. Discrepancy. No, disparity. Disparity. That's a great word. There's a time discrepancy that I can't wrap my head around. I'll look at pictures on my phone. I'm like, yeah, ESPN. Oh my God, that's like three years ago already. Yeah, well, time is and gone. And then I'm like, damn it. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking. And then I get angry that... You got the raw deal. We got the raw deal for something that we worked so hard for and we were just starting to roll and fucking, pandemic fucking happened. Pandemic. But again, that's that's so many people's story. Yeah. I get it. Small business. So many small businesses just started their grand opening, grand closing. I get it. That's just our story. So, so we're allowed to tell it. My, my thought is... It's a tough pill you to would swallow, see, You would man. see someone at ESPN, and they'd be like, yo, do you want to leave ESPN for DraftKings? 
or some startup gambling company. And people would move. And I remember thinking like, that's the right move. But old school would be like, well, I'm not going to leave the big company. Mm-hmm. But people do it all the time. Like we, we, have, I have a, we have a mutual radio buddy. We saw him at a, we saw him at the Palm when we were having dinner with Mark Zito. Guy named JJ that works at radio. He was doing the late night show on WFAN in New York. And he left it to do a podcast at the ringer and old school party. would be like, Oh, he left a fucking full-time job at WFAN in New York to work for a podcast you mean company. The, uh, station that mad dog Russo built. Yeah. Oh, you mean that nobody that people claim to not know? That's another thing. That angers me. you. That angers me. Yeah. inside. mad dog. Russo is in a getting, bit of a controversy right disrespected now. Disrespected big time. Thanks to, Draymond Green. Well, thanks to what he said about Draymond Green, but Draymond Green said some really disparaging things about Mad Dog Russo. And J.J. Redick. And J.J. Redick, too. You know, it's crazy to... I don't want to harp on this. It's crazy to take something someone said and talk about how wrong it was, but then totally use that in a way to disparage them... As if they're criminal. Meanwhile, you you were just interpreting what this guy said. He didn't actually say something in some way. But what you're saying is actually really disparaging. Yeah. It's a whole story that I really don't want to get into because it gets race related. And it's like, it gets ugly and weird. And it's like, I feel bad because we know the guy, Chris and, Mad Dog yeah, And he's a good dude. And he's a good dude. And, and there is a legend in the game. And there is a whole older generation of fans that agree with that, what that he said. don't want to hear about the personal lives and pop culture and politics of athletes. A lot of people don't it's know what we're talking about, but Chris Mad Dog Russo, who's a, a broadcasting he's legend. In a, he's in a public feud with Draymond Green. And it's gotten really ugly yeah. because what he said was, hey, look, there's a lot of people. Amer- America's sick of what he's talking about. Just shut up and dribble already. That has turned into this big, he's a racist and he sounds like someone from Fox News in his tone and things like I that. Think- and you know what? There are a lot of people that don't want to hear the political views of athletes. Not that they're not allowed to have them. They're just want, they just want yeah, to be entertained think, by the game. I think, Bro, he got shit on so hard. And the public who don't know of his legacy is just shitting on him, calling for him to be fired, calling him a racist. Yeah. Because guess what? Because everyone's calling him a racist now. It's like, wait a second. This guy was just... He just told Draymond Green to sh- shut up and play basketball. He could have said that about a white guy. He could have said that about anybody. No one wants to hear your political views when you're tuning in to watch a basketball game. A lot of people feel that way. That's true. Even though a younger person would disagree. I get that too. Listen, I mean, I only bring it up because it bothers me a lot. And because Rich brought up WFAN, which is a legendary station. He's a legendary broadcaster. And we only know it because of that guy. And everyone's acting like, who the fuck is he? Young people have no idea who Mad Dog is. His audience is Doesn't old, matter. Jason, but like he, he still has a bigger audience than... His, he has a bigger audience than Draymond Green's guess what, podcast. Guess who has a 30 for 30 on ESPN? Not Draymond Green. Chris Mad Dog. He even reference, like, he almost speaks for the older generation. Like, he was talking about yes. how, like... The, he was like people and, the, and the he even heat. said like 60 people who are watching NBA for 60 years. Yeah, but feel but, this but way. You know what? He's in that group more than the young. But guess, but guess who's on, guess who's not on social 60, media. I feel that way. Guess who's not on social media. Older people, older people to back him up. So it's a one sided. So mad dog just, sucks. Conversation. Destroyed. I hate it. There's, there's, I love mad dog. JJ Reddick. He he took it one step further. Yeah. There's two sides to approach he this. stinks. It's difficult because 
you do want, like, you know, it's like watching something for entertainment value. Sports is entertainment value. Yeah. I know people are super obsessed with it and fanatical, but it's entertainment value. But then these, it creates a platform for the people within there. If they want to go off on their own and use their fame and platform on their own time, everything turns to, back to racism. To it's not use their fame, now fame to convey messages. That's great. But they, in my opinion, they should be separate. And by and the way, I know some people argue I differently. I don't like, agree. It's a main stage. I think it's their platform and stage, and I don't subscribe to shut up and dribble. But what I will say Neither is, they want, no, but what, but what yeah, I will but say I though is, that. they want to bring that into the, the post game press conference. That's another thing. But like, you're there to. Like kind of but they're not job. they're not stopping the game in the third quarter and being like here's what I think about this. I know. There's I, I think athletes now have a voice and yep. I think and they have their own platforms. And I think they have their own platforms and I'm all about it. I think I, I, think, I think athletes should let their personalities and opinion shine. They have a platform and they have fans and viewers and listeners. But However, you, you can't what you can't take an audience you can't take an older generation audience that's like, yeah, I don't really care about that stuff, and then, then just like deem them all racist because they don't want to exactly, or yeah, not like consider saw... their feelings, yeah, as if they don't exist. Because I know I have plenty of friends who are like, yeah, I don't care about that. I, I just want to watch the game. Is Draymond's podcast killing it? You know, I go to um, I it's go, doing well, but I, so what? I, I don't know if it's things. killing so, it. So what? That means that because. Mad Dog Russo's opinion doesn't roll with that. He's not allowed to have I one. I go to things strictly for the comments. It's ridiculous. And one of the comments was when he says old fans, he means white. Like, no, he doesn't. Exactly. He could have said that about a white guy with a political opinion that just no one wanted to hear, really. I, I think I think Mad Dog's great. Draymond's, not a, Draymond's a character. And Stephen A. Smith had to back him up and be like, listen, Mad Dog. Mad Dog is old. He has an older guy's opinion, but he's not racist. Like, chill with that. And to act like Mad Dog is some nobody. Guess what? Stephen A. Smith worked for Chris Mad Dog Russo. Three years ago. So, like five years yeah, ago. Yeah, Mad Dog said, you know what? They hired him. So the whole fucking narrative is one-sided and it's horse shit. Trust us because we know the guy. The guy's a legend. I could see both sides. I do. And I think but you can't sides, dismiss I think, one side. I think both sides are right. I yes. just think when it starts, yes. like, like there's a young audience that's like, yeah, we love the social yes. issue part of sports. Bam. Older people are like, we don't. Bam. And they can but both they don't co not count. They can both coexist without saying, well, you're a racist. You're right. this, you're that. How about my guy? Like, why, why, why can't we just coexist? Put it, put it on Rich because it, I want you to continue telling your story. I'm sorry to interrupt. Honestly, it's burning me inside that story. So you brought up the fan, yeah. which is a huge radio station and one of the biggest talents to ever come from that radio station is Chris Mad Dog Russo, yeah. who's a national figure and it, again, might be, it might be good for his brand because now uh, old, old people might rally around ESPN them. is catering to a younger woke, very extremely, I hate the word, but woke audience because woke's not a bad thing. It's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but just because yeah. your opinion and views are a little different doesn't make you racist. And it doesn't give you the right to now tear someone down yeah. and call them racist publicly. Yeah. Because their opinion's I, different. You can look at it this way. I got I got a thought. It's horseshit. Mad dude. Dog Russo. What JJ Reddick Mad did, Dog Russo is more uh, if you, if you, bullshit. If you take money out of it, right? JJ Reddick, Hold he on. called him out publicly if you and take, shit on him. If you take money out of it, Mad Dog Russo is more successful than Draymond Green. Let me explain. NBA players are going to get paid more than a broadcaster. But in the NBA game, 
Draymond Green's an all-star and a good player. In the world of sports broadcasting, I like Draymond Green. My, Mad Dog Russo might be one of the pioneers and greatest to ever have done it. So what Mad Dog does, he's the best at. Draymond Green is a great player. Yeah. Chris I, Mad Dog Russo is right up there with Howard Stern in the, yeah. in the sports world of broadcasting, for sure. So when you got a bunch of young people who don't know diddly do about Jack Diddley squat saying, who's this nobody never heard of him until now something else. Dream on green also said to disparage the guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They just, I, I just Chris think Dog was speaking on behalf of, of old, his audience people. that do feel that way. And you don't have to agree with it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I acknowledge yeah, it. I, I don't, I've never subscribed to shut up and dribble. Never. I think these guys have a platform. And if you have millions of fans and people, in their ears, then you could promote your products. You could promote your social cause. You could do whatever you want. That's you fine. have an audience, and I'm, I'm all for audiences. I'm, I'm all for athletes and celebrities using their platform. Hey, if you don't like it, you don't have to like it, but you can't say, hey, you don't like it. You must be racist. That's what that's what pisses me off. Me. And it wasn't JJ Reddick. I'm I'm reading the feedback. It's the sentiment. Look at the feedback on social media. Look at the articles. How about JJ Reddick also fed that narrative? He's yeah. saying that that he sounds like a, a crazy right wing Fox correspondent. Yeah, and that was all sort of said. He even said he he tried to be like, I'm not saying you're racist, but by saying that, he's saying he's calling him racist. And that's the narrative as a result yeah. of a simple comment yeah. that I mean, in their in their respective again, fields I, though in their respective fields though Russo is higher on the broadcasting chain than Draymond is on the playing chain. Oh no, he's a nobody from Nowhereville, according to everybody as far, else. As far as broadcasters go, Mad Dog top tier. Draymond Green, you know, possibly Bob future Hall of I'm Famer. I'm so sorry to to but do hey. the Dicky derail. I pulled the Dicky derail because Rich okay. simply brought up the fan. So back to your story. You were getting fired up about that yesterday. We were talking off the air. It bothers me. No, if it bothers you a lot, I get it. No, because it's not about race. You think it was calculated? Mad Dog's a smart guy. That's from Matt. No, because that's not. That's gonna get him bad. No more appearances on on ESPN eventually, because ESPN is Disney owned. Mad Dog Radio is uh, tiptoe around anything controversial in that way. God forbid you have an opposing opinion on the younger culture and thoughts of today. Mad Dog is for, for people like Jason Brown that, that that aren't knowledgeable of as far as broadcasting goes, Mad Dog and his style of broadcasting paved the way for whatever whoever you listen to down in Tampa, I could promise you they copied Mike and the Mad Dog. It was sort of like how Elvis Why do you think Stephen A. Smith is having his back? He knows this guy's place in the world of sports. Yeah. Why do you I mean Mad, Mad Dog is of legend status because everyone around the country copied him. The Everybody. same way the same way, shock jocks all tried to be like Howard Stern or how exactly. when the Z Morning Zoo became the number one morning show in the, United, in the United States, every city had their like the Q Morning Zoo, the Kiss FM Morning Zoo, the whole Morning Zoo format. Like you got to always give credit to the originator and the originator of like fun sports radio and that type of hot take thing is Mike and the Mad Dog, Mad you Dog Russo. The sad part of the story is, here's a guy who never shuts up, but had to sit there with his tail between his legs and get, get what, what is it called? Get reprimanded. Get reprimanded on a national stage because he misspoke. Meanwhile, Mad Dog 
could talk circles around everyone in that room and bury them with his knowledge yeah. and his wit, but had to sit there and listen to how, how wrong he was. Fuck out of here. And if you disagree, it's because you don't know the guy. And, we and do. if you disagree, guess you, what? You we just, do, and we know his career just, uh, as a person. Trust me, I just okay. know more than you on this subject, yeah. Jason. Like you might know about a subject I don't know about. I don't even. I'm not even reading the I feedback. Can, I can I'm, promise I you, whoever you listened to growing up as a kid copied Mad Dog Russo. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, Fact. the guy is a fucking Fact. legend. And uh, yeah, much like much like every industry, don't compare him to Skip Bayless. Don't. Don't compare him to correspondence on Fox. That's an, an embarrassment. It's, it's an insult. That's an insult. Straight up low blow insult. What woke culture, someone pointed out, woke culture, one of the negatives of woke culture. The positives, people are, are aware, people better themselves, people are accepting. accepting the bad part change. of woke culture is if I disagree with you, you're racist. You're racist or sexist horse, or this. Biggest horseshit. Horseshit, horseshit, horseshit. 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 And, and along those lines, like if you act like macho in any sort of way, you're toxic masculinity. Yeah. That's, that's becoming the most abused fucking term I've ever heard in my life. Why? Because I act like a guy. Now I'm toxic. It's okay to be yeah. a guy. He had to sit there with his tail between his legs and listen to JJ Reddick. <sighs> Meanwhile, in Meanwhile, real, in real life, he would have, he, he could verbally, he could verbally he could assassinate. He would assassinated that guy. And he JJ Reddick verbally <laughs> beat it. Beat it. And J.J. Reddick really burned him. Like, if you are on J.J. Reddick's side, he did a stellar job. But it was such a false narrative. Yeah. All right, it so was. Well, let's get back to, get what, back what, to the, the what did the wheel, the wheel landed on Young New Boss. Yeah. So, anyway. anyway up the fan. I have. WFAN. I have. Not my Dyson fan. A Young New Boss. And. I'm just curious if going into these scenarios, do you feel some type of way? Do you, how do you. How do you pre not, see? It's not is a it boss. your boss. Or your go-to. It's not my. It's your go-to. Yeah, it's not my boss. Like I, this person doesn't. My, my go-to is younger as th well. This person doesn't. This person doesn't determine my contract. This right. person doesn't determine my schedule or pay or anything like that. But this person is now my go-to. The person that I quote report to, right? I guess or or like my go-to. Like, hey, can you get me the info on what I need for the pulse or hits one or whatever? It's like a a young twenty-something-year-old who apparently is super great at what they do and qualified. I'm not downplaying any of her credentials, mm -hmm. but I just wonder how, how is that adjustment? If you work for someone practically half your age, not work for them, but you know what I mean? Do you feel like uh, you wait for them to reach out? Do you say like, because you want to sort of establish like your veteranship while at the same time, don't want to ever downplay their young accomplishments. I, I was faced with this thought just the other day, coincidentally, I had a, a younger person reach out to me and they sent me all the logs for my series six and lithium songs. Yeah, like, oh, here, you know, here's the stuff you need. Like, Thanks so much for filling in for us. Like filling in for us. What yeah. Do you mean? Us. I'm not part of us. Like I've been here since you were probably 10 years old. I've been here since 2002. Like I'm doing my job. I'm not just filling in for you. Like who's us? I'm not part of she us. Or he but runs the channel. I how am I not part of us? I've been part of the rock department since 2002. Hey, you, were you part she of lithium? Probably in, are, you, in, are you? Wait, hold on. I've been part of the rock department. Doesn't matter. But filling in for us? No, I'm more of a part uh, of this. I disagree with you. just started there. All right. So I'm like, oh, how do I approach all this? Right. Us. Us is. All right. Ready? If. No, I am us. I'm the voice of all these channels on the rock department. Lithium? Recently. I, doesn't matter. She's new. Uh, nobody I've never even heard of. 
I've been part of this company. You don't know that. I've been part of this company since 2002. Well, in her part of us. In her mind, does she have benefits? Is she full time? In her mind, then she doesn't know. Again, you're coming from a place of ignorance. I've been part of this. So filling it in for us, I'm just doing my job. I mean, that I've always had since uh, for 20 years now. So how do I approach this? Okay. I was like, hey, great. Thanks. Cool. Happy to meet you. Yeah, man. It's just what I do. Thanks. You're the best. Peace out. Rock out. What's the line spot? We're all just living in a... It's my new tag. Uh, oh, I'm a, I'm a rocking dude? No, we're all just living in a, the ball sack of the oh, universe. ball sack of God. The, we're the, all just living in the universe of the ball sack of God. Rock universe out. universe of the ball sack of God. There it is. Rock on. I, I think someone's saying thanks for helping us fill in. They run the channel By on a day-to-day basis. Us, they're, they're implying that I'm not part of this. This is what I do. You're filling for now. Okay. All right, Rich. All right, if they Continue told me to, to fill, on. if they told me to I've fill. I've only been on Octane, which is part of the rock department, since 2002. 20 years. We all have the same bosses. What are you talking about? So I'm not new with this. If they said, I'm not just if filling they said, in for if you. They Rich, like, if they said, Rich Davis, can you fill in on no. a channel I've never really been on? Like they were like, hey, do you want to be on uh, the 10 spot? Alex, you're Thanks bonehead. for helping us. You're bonehead, Alex. I, think I, I love you. It. You're a bonehead. I think us, I know what he their means. Their boss is the guy I worked for for over 20 years. They see Kavino as an outsider. Yeah, I'm not an outsider. Who's just like, they, yeah. they, they have uh, like a, they have a list of people. Like, oh, Their boss hired me 20 years ago. Oh, thanks for helping about? us out. Yes. No, I totally, I totally know what he's saying. How do you not see that? So, but anyway, it was they coming see, from a younger person who's probably been there for a, a year. Like they looked at the phone chain and they needed a substitute. Yeah. And they're like, oh, uh, this guy Cavino's available. Let's call him in. And this person that emailed me that has probably been there for a year. Okay. I don't, I don't know this person's name. It's a young person. So I'm like, oh, I got to handle this nicely. Did you, With all due respect. And I said, yeah, oh, hey, great. Did yeah. You, did nice you tell to meet you about your rock boat? Rock on! Did they know saw how, that did respect. Did they know how hard you rock on? Now they do, because I sent them my little tagline. Rocking in the ball sack of the universe of God. Rock on. No, you... Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> All right, well, I, I, I just found out... Ball sack of God. There's a, of I, I have a new go-to, and she's a super talented, significantly younger woman that I've never worked with before, so I'm trying to navigate the introduction. Like, hey, come to me with whatever you need, but I don't want to make it seem like Hey, don't like, uh, I don't want to make it seem like I don't respect the authority of someone because they're younger. You can't, but at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want to come across like, I don't know how I want to come across to be honest. That's why I said I was faced with that thought. I didn't want to be disrespectful. And of course that's obvious, but you're also coming from, you just play it kind, man. Kill him with kindness. Like my old, my old pop 2k boss. Every time we, they had to do their reviews of the on air folks, she would just say, Oh, I, I put your review in. Like, she felt awkward even, like, listening to the segments with me and, I guess, criticizing them. I feel awkward when you're recording them. I think you should also let them know, like, hey, I, I appreciate your your criticisms and things like that. Like, yeah. let them know in a way. It's like, that, hey, don't, don't feel intimidated to. Right, that they yeah. don't have to hold back with you. I think that's... Like, uh, imagine if you're the young kid that's put in charge of, like, hey, coordinate the 60s channel. Like is some six is some kid gonna be like, hey Pat St John, I've cr- I want to criticize your breaks. Like Pat St John would be like, yo, I've been in radio from the time your your parents are little fucking kids. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't know. It's a weird, you're getting to the age where your experience way outweighs some of the people that are now running things. So you, you have to uh, do a little nice little tap dance around this. It's true. Respect. You got to respect the younger generation, but at the same time, you also have to almost assert you yourself. Have respect, you have to respect their, their views on things uh, and their perspective because, you know, it, it is a JJ Reddick world we're living in. Yeah. I get it. Totally get yeah, it. Yeah. So you have to, you know, respect their views and you're like, yeah, okay, cool. That's, right, that's cool to look at it from your perspective. Young bosses. Spend there's the there's a lot to be learned from a, a younger perspective for sure. Want to spin the wheel one more time? Let's Let's spin, the spin the wheel one more time. Come on. And then we'll get it. Then we'll uh, do some news and get out of here. Spin the wheel. Big money. Big money. One dollar. One dollar. Do you want to talk about character? I have a question. When you see the wheel, do you follow the item on the wheel you want? Or do you look at the little thing? Oh, I, I follow like when I'm, I'm playing roulette spot. I'm constantly looking at my number spin around. Like I'm not looking at the ball. I'm looking at my number. I'm like 16, 16, 16. Like, A plane, a story about a plane, Cavino, adding character, spouses and money, or weddings. Playing a character? No, adding character. Adding character? Let's do that. I don't know. Okay, what adding character. Adding character. This will be a quickie. Perfect. Then we'll get into some news. Once we get for, back from Texas, Sarah and I are going tonight. Once we get back from Texas, it's 11 11, make a wish. Damn, still here. You can leave whenever you want. Um, Sarah and I were saying that the one thing we feel like that's lacking in our house and something we want to focus on when we get back a from great, Texas. A great sound system? No, nah, it's irrelevant to us. Send, sell me your old Sono speakers because you're not yeah, going to use I'll them. I'll take them. I already put the dibs on it. Shotgun. Can I have the play five? I don't know what that means. Or the play three. Can I have the play three? I called dibs because he's not going to use it. I called dibs on something. Because I already had, oh, I made him an offer. You can't I'm, just jump in on my offer. Much. Beat it. He has like ran, like two random Sonos speakers that don't really connect to anything. I mean, they connect to a Sonos them. system. Yeah, but he's not going to buy a full, they're expensive. You're going to buy a full on system. You don't even need a full system. You could put, have two speakers in his house would fill the room with sound. Well, anyway. There's nothing to do with sound, so you can have this conversation offline later, you two fucking doofuses. How do you add character to a house? Like, we did a new construction job, so the only downfall of new construction is it lacks character. Like, what, what did this house have before Sarah and I moved in here? A lot of old shit. A lot of old shitty shit carpets wood paneling this and that but you know what it did have to had some character the 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 details and the fucking knobs and light fixtures and this and that it had like a character to it and without looking too what's the word not generic too basics the wrong word too you should put a frame photo of chris mad dog russo in your living room except what? dude that i think you should he's a character honestly i think you should put it in that frame behind you Mad Dog Russo? <laughs> He's a character. He's a character. I mean, he is a character. How do you add character to, to a new home, to new construction? Rock on! I think that's something that comes with time. 
Yeah, you know? is, it, is it something that just needs to be lived in yeah, and it's developed? A, it's the difference between um, your house and your parents' house. It's I, years of, of just character. What do you consider character? Homogenous, is that the word? Meaning, like, new houses look sterile. Andrew Hart's right. Like, I mean, you are, we, no, you are, are a, a harsh said you're, Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Smart. I'm a homogeneous? Yeah. No, he said homogenous. No, I think he said homogeneous. No. I'll take it. But meaning, like... You should go on that show bullshit. Me, meaning, like, the floors are new. The walls are new. The, the the countertops and sink and everything's new, but it is like... There's two things. But it is not... <sighs> I think characters already started. I think Sarah's picked up a couple of old pieces and mm -hmm. has either just used them as is or renovated them. That's character. I think once you get your fireplace done and have like some sort of artwork or something, that's character. So artwork, artwork. Um, some detail... Sterile would be a good word, Alex. He's, he's got fart work on his uh, studio. Like, I would, I would argue that your shelves on either side of your television have character because they have little personal items. Personal items and art create character. That's what I was saying. So I told but Sarah, don't feel the need to feel uh, fill every crevice like it's the early two thousands. No, no, Rich no. feels every um, crevice. I love to fill because crevices. There's such a thing as too much character. I agree. Like, like I said, your, I, like your rose patch out front, too much. Uh, Sarah and I was I was I asked her that she goes no it's full of full of, look from when you drive past the house I was like yeah but I think it's a lot now eventually uh, when the rose bushes get big spot it's I'll like have to Bozo's Garden you should it rename is. it Bozo's Bo Garden do you know what is Bozo's Garden <laughs> my lantanas are coming to life do you see that but no it's uh do they talk cookie cutters the wrong word Jason because every house in the neighborhood is different and unique I'm just saying it's it's more just like uh rich has a penis shaped cookie cutter it's almost like just hey, new. yeah rip down this house that's Empty. been rip, rip down this house that's had developed character over 60 years and put in brand new wood floors and paint the walls and new counters new kitchen at the bathrooms herringbone tile and you know white vanity and a mirror like everything's just like th there's like no the there's wall. no character we're having right fart on the wall. Kids add character. Yeah. Um, Decorate. Spot's right. The, the, the part of our house. add clutter. There's the, the yeah. clutter and character. The part of yes. our house, the part of our house that I feel like lacks the character. Yes. Spot nailed it. We're waiting to figure out what to do and what, what surface or paint or what, what to do with the fireplace and around the fireplace. Meaning like if we get a little carpet there, artwork, paint the fireplace wall like that, uh, Venetian plaster, like maybe that gives that area of the house. To me, it's, that that part of the house just seems yeah, no like character. You, and you, you don't have a lot of things hung up. I think when you yeah, hang yeah, things yeah, up, that is, yeah. we need paintings, from your, artwork, an art, an, an art, like a centerpiece, it'll add a lot, but like those you, little things will add a lot of your character. Your kitchen, which you just finished, the shelves went up. Yeah. Uh, Sarah went out and bought some uh, little accents. I would argue that brought character to your room now mm -hmm. because there's there's strategically placed items. She has her green goblets, which we've yeah. been, I've been so excited to see displayed and those things have character so i think like my place has no character i have nothing on the walls that's why yeah. but your it, you place need, is opulent yeah your place your place has a sense of like it's supposed to look like a w hotel yeah right. i still want to hang it some things that make it feel a little more warm yeah your house you're you've never lived in a warm place but i appreciate about you because i like the non-clutter but like Cavino's vibe is never warm your vibe is like fucking sleek i mean i try to provide like a I want like a compromise. Uh, yeah, so, but that's not yeah. an insult. It's like it's kind of an insult. I'm insult. insulted. No, you're a feeling guy. You never lived. In I'm a not warm a feeling place. guy. I'm fucking Aaron. You're Judge cold on the bench. I think your uh, your house in Union was was warm. Yeah, it was very warm. Yeah, I guess so. I'm just saying, like your place, but no, it was not designed sleek. to be. Like you're trying to find the balance. Yeah, you know, newer houses just don't have the bones of an old house. I agree with Franz. Like the, the door frames, the, the like I was telling Sarah, 
should we have done? And she's like, no, I don't know if it would have looked right here, but like, what is it? Wayne sconcing Wayne. Is that the right word? Wayne's world. world. Wayne's, Wayne's world. world. Yeah. Wayne's world. Wayne stock. Wayne stock. Wayne stocking. Wayne. Is it Wayne? Wayne sconcing? I know what you're talking about. Now you're Do you know the me. worst part? Or you just playing Wayne's, dumb because you don't know what I'm talking about. Wayne. Wayne sconce. Yeah, I know what you mean. Wayne sconce. Show people on tier two if they don't know what I mean. It's like, you know, like halfway up the wall. It's almost like uh, your wall is like half wood. Does that make sense? Would that be the best way to describe Wayne? Aren't they called uh, chair? Wayne Scott Scotting. Wayne Scotting. Wayne Scotting. Like our friends that did. To uh, me, that looks too like Victorian. Our friends in Texas who built their house did that. And we're like, does that add more character? There's another term for that, though. Too Victorian to me. Chair something. Um, That's a good photo of it. I guess this would be. Why is that? I need Florida windows. That's Florida ceiling windows. Florida ceiling. Yeah, Florida ceiling windows. Uh, This is Wayne Scotting. Uh, hang on. Yeah, like that, like on your wall when you just have like the. Oh, yeah, it's a different one. I think that's just a bar of wood across. I mean, no, like that type of shit. Like that's like in your. They were like, should we have done like built-in shelving on the wall where the TV is? Like you know where where they have like the shelf is built into the wall. Like it's this, old. Like trying to keep a modern bad, look. This isn't a bad look. Like Sarah was saying, we should we you know spot, this is I don't mind like this something look. like that. That's Wayne Scotting. That I like. Like tr- like unnecessary trend, and you honestly. You could do this for twenty bucks at Home Depot. That's like cheap, cheap uh, trim. Mm-hmm. That's just made. You know, you get yourself a. Uh, I had a lot a of cheap trim in the early two thousands. Yeah, you did. <laughs> get yourself a miter saw, and uh, you can make that yourself. Wayne Scotting character. Well, Sarah was saying, should we put some accent walls with wallpaper or paint like shit like you know the wall where that little circle mirror is spot where the yeah. where you walk in she's like should that wall should we just like put something behind that mirror like some type of wallpaper or paint I mean, like just that'll help accent character. walls yeah where you yeah, find wall, the right stuff that'll have character wallpaper's back right now by the wallpaper way just so you know is, wallpaper's like a trend again big wallpaper time wallpaper is back I think you could yeah you could do that little accent wall Sarah's saying this little you know the little nook by our studio in the guest bedroom right outside that door spot yeah. she's like we should wallpaper this whole little like that whole little cove that little nook you wallpapered your laundry room yeah, that's cute. Yeah, but no one sees that. Well, yeah. hey, all right. So that's that's way, character. It is cute because it's like uh, yeah, it's dainty, small, little space enclosed yeah. and it's tiny. cacti. Yeah. All right. It so all right, that was my character question. I think we have time for one more quickie. Unless you, let's just get into news alerts and we'll we'll save this stuff. Okay. Cool. Oh, we're not spinning the wheel. Yeah. I'll spin the wheel. Uh, let's There's see. There's only sports news, really, for me. Um, but a, a few shout outs oh, first. But the wheel could have landed on something that we'll do in news. So give give your shout outs and then one oh, okay. last start because it's gonna be a few old. Shout outs. Corey LeCoyer. Corey LeCoyer. Corey LeCoyer. Corey L. LeCoyer. I appreciate you. Sue Parks. Thank you. Everyone on the Carl Pages. Thank you very much. Thanks for hanging out with us. Someone All the ladies. Me. Amy Lance. All the errands that listen. Miss Aaron. Thank you guys. Uh, Sonny G. He wants a uh, shout out. Sonny G. Chula Bean. Sonny. Crystal. All the women that rock out with us. We appreciate you too. Lisa's. All the Lisa's. All the Amandas and Rashans and Prestons exactly. and Jasons. Thank and you guys. Well, we, I got we, we neglect the text message, so let me say what's up to Miguel's. We're big in the Miguel community. Uh, the Miguel's and Miguel's. All, the, all the Terrios. See seven seven four four zero four nine one three. I'm just naming all the uh, fifty of those. The another, area codes. Another quick shout out. We got some mails, Rich. Oh, before, before we head into the weekend, I wanted to Mail time. get into this because people send us stuff okay. and they wonder, did they get it? You know? Yeah. Got a little card. Yeah, come on. All right. 
Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Wow! Good morning, CNR and Spot. I like that. Uh, show that card. Turn it over. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Meow. Meow, meow. Meow. It's a cat with teeth smiling. Meow. These are called meow. damn it dolls. Damn it. I thought you could use them when things get heated in the studio. Oh. Also thought you could use a smile. Meow. Meow. Meow, meow. Hi, meow. Y'all can slap each other with them. Oh. Or just slap the desk. Or stick them up your ass. I'm sorry, wait. Or stick them with pins and use them as voodoo dolls? What? Oh, hook me up. No way. I don't need more voodoo in my life. I know. Give me your hand. Enjoy. Keep up the good work. Mark Walters. Oh, so thank you, Mark. Mark. Shout out to Mark. I got to tell me. I thought it was Mark Wahlberg. For These are called. What are they called again? Damn it dolls. Damn it dolls. Oh, show me the color. Damn it. Let's see that one. I love camo, so I'll take the camo. All right, I'll oh, this one has flowers, so Rich gets that one. Oh. You get the Argyle spot. You wear Argyle socks. Sure, I'll take that. There you go. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Actually, I like it. Damn it, Hold dolls. On. Damn it, dolls. Here, here, I'll read what it says. Whenever things don't go so well and you want to hit the wall and yell, and yell, here's a little damn it, doll, that you can't do without. Just grasp it firmly by the legs and find a place to slam it. As you whack the stuffing out, you yell, damn it, damn it, damn it. Can you stop touching me? I'm trying to get a piece of hair. Oh, stop. See, he's trying to do some voodoo shit on me. Ah, you get got out. one. No, I don't want you to do voodoo stuff with me. I already got it. I feel like you already do. Beat it. Spot's always, uh, he's always brewing something at his house. How do we know it's not casting a spell on you and I, Rich? I always think that. Trying to hold us down. All right, a uh, couple news alerts. Spot, can we get into news? Damn, damn. Before we get out of here? News yeah, before yeah. we... Uh, Real quick, uh, call day. Mine's quick, so I'll just say. You said it's sports, right? No news, 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 just news. I got news, news, but it's probably sports. No, no. both have one. I have one sports thing. Hey, the Bucks beat the Celtics last night, one ten to one oh seven. They're up three to two. The Warriors, they stunk it up yesterday. That's probably because I was using my voodoo on Draymond Green. Yeah. <laughs> But the Grizzlies beat the Warriors 134-95. Things happen outside of sports. You know that, right? It's always news. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Ukraine? Yeah. You want to talk about inflation? There's more going on than Ukraine. Let's talk about inflation. Well, hold on. I'm wrapping it up. The feds did a reading yesterday, and the inflation was a little lower than they thought it would be. But hopefully, it's turned around now. Hopefully, we've seen... Hopefully, we've seen the... I'm not messing with that doll. I'm not touching it. I'm gonna put. I don't need. I don't need any weird. Oh, can I have movement. your doll? Look at the face of this thing. It's creepy. Give as me hell. your doll. I'll take your doll. Hold on. Zoom in on the face of it. I'm gonna give, I'll give it to Kristen. Damn it, doll. Look at this. It has like voodoo face. Like, like uh, you putting, know who you know who made this? Um, Greg Brady? No, no, no. Uh, what was that dude's name? I need a photo of Rich. That dude on True Blood. Black guy. Oh, uh, oh. Lafayette. It's Lafayette's mom made this. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in other news, the Warriors lost to the Grizzlies, 134-95, yeah. but they're still up 3-2 to two in the series. And tonight, for your throwback Thursday night, Miami takes on the 76ers. Miami's up 3-2 to two in the series, so 76ers trying to hang in. Trying to hang in there. Same with the Mavericks. They're at home, but they're right. trying to hang in. They're down 3-2. Phoenix, I, Mavericks tonight. That's tonight. Some NBA That's your action. NBA updates, NBA playoffs heating up. Um, let's see. Um, 
Mandy Moore said she threw up reading the season finale, the series finale script for This Is Us, so it only gets worse. Sweet. Uh, Madonna made an NFT of trees growing out of her vagina. Like, it's her with her legs spread and trees are coming Damn out. Damn it! That was my idea! So, Madonna is in the NFT world and people are saying, yo, inappropriate or not for a 60-something-year-old? And she's like, why? Because I'm older and I'm... So, she has NFTs That's that are... ageist. They have, like, vulgar NFTs. Which somehow... Madonna. Would probably turn into racist somehow. I don't know how. Uh, everything's they, they, they confirmed that the right. cry face filter. Here you go. Take a screenshot. <laughs> There's your NFT. What is that though? That's her. That's Madonna. How is that her? It's like a That's rubber doll. Her rubber doll with with, no, uh, with nipples with with uh, trees growing the out trees of her vagina are growing out of her vagina. Is that the actual NFT yeah. or a picture of a the picture of the NFT? I no, I bought the NFT. No, no, meaning like. Is that like a behind-the-scenes photo of the workings of this NFT? Perhaps. Okay. I don't know. Oh, by the way, the tree gets bigger. Does the tree grow as I, you I, as the don't know. NFT gets older? Uh, the cry face filter, it was confirmed that it was not inspired because there was a rumor going around that Amber Heard inspired the cry face filter. It's great. But she did not. But everyone's loving the cry face filter. It's so funny. Yo, did you see the one spot? Oh, is there a way to pull up my Instagram story? I mean, my Facebook story? Uh, maybe if you pull up my Facebook story, there's this like, are we friends? This Cholo kid. I don't think we're friends. And he has like a weak mullet haircut, but uh, you know, he's got the filter on him. Oh, like, yeah. what's the matter? Like, nothing. Why? But like, yeah, watch oh, this. Yeah. Watch this. Watch. Uh, I don't think it plays. Oh, now I'm on Archie. All right. All good. Never mind. All good. There you go. Oh, Yankee. There you go. Oh, yeah. There's a Yankees fan. Oh, everybody doing these stupid photos? Yeah. That's other, That's very big in the news. The new filter that cartoonizes your yeah. picture. And there's this kid crying. Yeah, it won't play. All right, don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh, the it crying, funny, though. The crying filter. Sorry. What about it? Um, oh, the crying Archie. filter was God not inspired by Amber Heard, by the this way. Motherfucker. Okay. Look at this um, chocolate motherfucker. But it's really funny. So, yeah, two major trends. The crying filter and cartoonizing... Your profile picture, everybody's doing it. Um, LeBron James. LeBron James. Is the second highest earning athlete of the last year. He made $121 million, only beat by Messi, who made $130 million. So Messi, number one. LeBron, number two. Highest earning athletes of the last 12 months. LeBron, who I'm a big fan of, never shuts up and dribbles. LeBron James. Um, and that's okay, but you don't have to agree with it. The Bucks are pulling a little. Uh, the Bucks are pulling a move, which I I want to know if you think this is clever or shysty. The Bucks are saying, term. if you want what? I feel like that's an offensive term. Is it? Is yeah. shyster? Isn't that like uh, everything is? You're a racist. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's racist. Are the Bucks being mean or not? They're saying if you want season tickets for the 2022 Bucks with Tom Brady and everyone, you have to also buy season tickets for 2023. So it's almost like, hey, if you want in for Tom Brady's probable last season, yeah, we got you for the next year too. That's good. So That's the good Bucks move. are doing that. Uh, a lot of people welcoming Tom Brady to the Fox family. And who knows if it's going to happen next year or not. So that's... Has the deal been inked? I don't know if it's been inked. It's there. So I oh, think another it's... Leak. Yeah. How great. My mom's scared that, you know, because our other employer spent so much money on one guy, therefore the company cut a lot of budget. She elsewhere. thinks the same thing's going to happen. She's like, oh my God, look how much money you're spending on Tom Brady. I hope it doesn't affect you you're guys like, again in the uh, future. Yeah, Howard Stern uh, and Tom Brady. It's different. Uh, have, uh, you know. I'm under the impression that it's different 
bubbles. It it's, is. Oh yeah, it's it Fox Sports football versus radio. TV yeah. versus radio. Different different budget. Budget. Yeah. Now yeah. if uh, Colin Cowherd signed a twenty-five million dollar deal tomorrow, I'd be like, oh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. and happy birthday to Malin Ackerman, friend of the show from Billions, and what a sex pile. Uh, Heartbreak Kid, she's 44. Jason Biggs is 44. Rami Malek, who you loved in Mr. Robot Spot, he's 41. I mean, he's played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. No. Um, Emilio Estevez. Emilio! Gordon Bombay is 60 today. And wow. we said before, Rhea, Rhea Seahorn, <laughs> who is Kim Wexler on Better Call Saul. She's 50. And, uh, and uh, one last question for you, and then we'll say Arriva Derchi, because it's getting late early. There was a guy who is on a private plane and he contacts air traffic control. Uh, yeah, I'm on a private plane and the pilot is non-responsive. I'm in trouble. This regular dude who is yet to be named communicating with air traffic control got in the pilot seat and landed the plane safely. Do you think you could do that? No way. Inhale. Even if my life depended on it. But his life did yeah. indeed yeah. depend on it. And you said what Sully did over the Hudson River. Yeah, if, I remember, if I remember, you, you said area. no big deal when this he landed even, the plane in the Hudson. Proved, this proves my theory even more because some regular schmo did it with proper instruction. So you were not impressed by Sully. I was thinking at the time he was simply doing his job. He did it well. And, you know, I applaud him for that. But that's what they're trained to do, in my opinion. This guy, not trained to do that. So an untrained man did it. There you go. But amazing, because I would have had a panic attack probably. Panic died. attack, but what, at that point, do you say, well, it's life or death, and you really focus, and do you do Maybe. All, all the things that... You, you never really know until you're in the scenario, right? right? It's, it's, it's similar to the pain cave, where you know how you always say, like, if my life depended on it, would I be able to think of the lyric of the word? If your life depends on it, and this pilot's unconscious, or like, you know... And you're like, I'm in the pilot seat in a plane. That sounds like a nightmare. So I could way. either... Like, you're giving me anxiety like, just thinking about it. You're like, live or die, man. Like, so either you figure it out and you you use your fucking noggin and say, all right, sir, there's a, a button left of the steering panel. Uh, you could either be like, I don't know, bro. Oh, yeah, or, they, or, really, someone, or really focus well, What happened to the pilot, by the way? Someone had a heart attack? I don't... Admit something. Who knows? Someone that. led me through it. Was he being led through it? Yeah, the, the air traffic control led this guy I to could, a safe I landing. It. I could do it. You I think could you easily. could land a plane? Yeah, I could do it. I, I could follow instructions. I'll do it. I mean, I'd be nervous as fuck doing it, but I would absolutely be able to. In your it. mind, would you be like, if I survive, it's a miracle. I'm assuming I'm going to die, but if I. Like, it's is all, like, it's or do you like put yourself. Do you like take the it's death all, or. How much all, am I able to control my mind in that moment? Right. How much of, of focus do you say? Like, because you could be driving a car and once, and you know, you're, you're looking at your phone, you're playing with the radio, you're driving. You don't even know how you got home. And then there's other times where you're driving and you're really like, I'm driving at a rapid speed and like, do I concentrate? Like when you overthink yeah, okay. and you're like, whoa, wait a second. Especially when, yeah, when, it's, when, when, when it's late and I'm when it's late and it's very dark and there's not a lot of, when there's not a lot of street mind, lights and it's dark, you're like, your mind gets in a weird place. You're like, like wait whoa. a second, Mike, do whoa. I come straight on the road or the car in front of me? And then you're like, why am I bugging when this is something I do all the I time? It's it's all it's all switches and and levers and and dials and all that stuff. Thirty thousand feet in the air. I know it's, it's scary. scary. Some Don't, people are some people are great under pressure. I like. I would be nervous. Like I said, nervous as fuck. But I think if someone led me through it step by step with Patrick Duffy, 
I could do it. Well, props to air traffic control and props to this guy for doing it. Um, I said, spot is his name out yet? Cause they were like, his name's being withheld. And I'm like, yo, if I'm that guy, I want to be on the news. Like I did it. Like that would be a a moment. His name is stud McCoxon. Stud. We we welcome stud McCoxon. McCoxon. Is there any updates? Uh, Is there any details I left out of the story? Stud McCoxon. Um, (laughs) Uh, Stud McCoxon, 46 from, uh, he must have a manly kind of name. It was a a Rocky Balboa flying from to Florida from the Bahamas. Um, who's Robert Morgan was the air traffic controller. Who is Harrison? Is that the guy? I don't know. Well, Mr. Harrison. Oh, Harrison. My pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. His name's Harrison. So last name's Harrison. They're not. I, I mean, that's the other part of the doozy of oh, the Darren nerve Harrison. Darren Harrison. Darren Harrison. Darren Harrison. Here he is. Darren Harrison. Oh, he's putting a, you know, he's making Darren's proud today because Darren's almost up there with Karen. There he is. Think about it. The guy on the left or right? Oops. The guy on. Uh, that's a good question. Nah. Air traffic controller helped passengers. So, uh, Every, uh, the, yeah, the, the passenger. Wow. This is the air traffic controller. Those guys landed a plane together. I One mean, is, he's, he's that's pretty o- awesome. When you're wearing Oakley's, you can do anything. He's yeah, not, yeah. Only, not only did he have the pressure of surviving and flying this plane. Oh, some guy like dying right next to him. And the air traffic controller. Did you say this is an instructor? So oh, so he had even to teaching oh, pilots. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, Spot, any, one last thing, and then we'll say uh, arrivederci. What did happen to the pilot? Is there any update on that? Um, like they said he was incoherent. The, oh, the nature of the medical emergency has not been revealed, but the pilot yeah. was treated at the hospital. But isn't there always a co-pilot? There not, should on be. A, not on a little private really? thing Really? Yeah. And you know what? I'm making my own rule. I'm never getting on a private plane unless there's a co-pilot there, because I'm not being put in this well, scenario. Yeah, because when you're in a plane this small, right? Fuck that. You're... You can have a co-pilot, but there's such small. It's just a small plane. There's like, nah, I'm good. A lot of times you can sit. I saw it happen to Richie Valens. I'm okay with that. A lot of times you can sit up front with the pilot. Jeez. All right. Well, hey, on that note, have a great weekend. Are we doing anything tomorrow or no? Do some behind a velvet rope stuff for sure. So stay tuned for your tier two subscribers. Remember tier two plus spot. What's coming up next on tier two plus Uh, and tier one plus. John C. Riley. Maybe I'll dig out Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore and John C. Riley. I, I hate that it's all interviewed. I'll throw in another. Remember, right, Cabino cool. and this Rich. week, uh, this week I put up uh, Magic and Kareem. Nice, an old friend in need from 07. When let's let's be honest, things were crazy and wild in 2007. Yeah, on so this show. some old stuff. Uh, and yeah, I'll find John C. Riley, Mandy Moore. Classic Cavino and Rich content. Classic on our tier one plus, just the audio, <laughs> and tier two plus. On our Patreon. Tell your friends about it, and we appreciate oh, you. Oh, and we released the Tickle Sack catalog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, with, a, with a passcode. With now. a passcode. On that note, cheers. Arrivederci. Arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Have a good, guys. Bye. Have a good night. Have a good, guys.